Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Uh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Glad to be with you for the next three hours. We've got so much planned for you, and we are coming from the world-famous Baylor Club and uh, all sorts of stuff. What John and I were just talking about, I mean, we I think we're sitting here on the 19th of January, whiskey dinner. Does that mean just a dinner of just straight whiskey tomorrow? I don't know. I don't know. That is uh, right here on the Brazos. They've got a lot of stuff going on here, a lot of moving and shaking. And they're just always, it's just like they wake up thinking, what can we do with the Baylor Club? What can we do to even make this a better experience for our members? And then they just always find different ways to get that done. So it's kind of exciting to witness some of the stuff going on up here. There are going to be gorgeous views, by the way. When you lunch, you do lunch and dinner of the pavilion and out across 35 and out across the Baylor campus, you have all that. And still on the other side, you can look out and see. McLean Stadium and think of better times and think of what could happen this fall if Baylor football gets things turned around. Aaron, I did mention it earlier. I thought you would have liked that Harry Potter trivia night coming up on Tuesday. And then as uh, John brought up, the beer can appreciation day. Uh, I need to find out more about that. that. (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah. I don't know exactly what that's uh, about. And then, um, um, What's really cool on Saturdays with some of these big games, and, of course, uh, the women have a game coming up um, on the 20th. That's a UCF game. Uh, Now, the next weekend, there's a pregame meal service. So as you're kind of getting ready and getting your schedule ready for some of these big games over at Foster Pavilion, come by here, check them out, and then head over uh, to the Foster Pavilion. And, by the way, I walked kind of from over here recently, very safe walk. They also have shuttles that take you over to the new pavilion, so that's nice if you happen to park over here at the Baylor Club or in the McLean Stadium parking. Uh, Aaron, one more thing. Next Tuesday, not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday, family pasta night. And then, of course, uh, at the end of the month, they do have their member appreciation social hour. So I I like the looks of that. Join now and no dues until March. Um, And, man, come back to Baylor Club one month complimentary dues and no initiation fee. And then uh, on uh, social media, they, they do have some basketball uh, ticket raffles. So this is great. Boy, Mike Mosel, John McCrell, they, they do an incredible job here. And uh, they do events and everything you could imagine, all your graduation-type parties. I know people come up here. I've seen them before proms. I've seen all sorts of stuff happening here. So we are excited to be with you on this gorgeous day. It's cold. It has gone back to being cold after a reprieve yesterday. But, uh, Aaron, we do have we do have some breaking news on the sports front. So let's uh, let's let's get let's get into our. There it is. The 
in the world of the NFL, the uh, Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders, and uh, are working to finalize a deal to hire Antonio Pierce. That was a great move, Aaron, for Pierce and his agents to go, like, get another team interested, go visit with somebody else. It even helped his leverage more. Already had some good leverage. They're sticking with Pierce. I thought that could be a Jim Harbaugh-type destination just because that guy loves. He's Al Davis's son, Mark Davis. Got the weird haircut. Loves a good Prince Valiant haircut. Um, don't we all, really? And, um, I mean, this is this is big. Um, you know, Mark Davis had told ESPN that he's, quote, really excited about the job Pierce did in leading the team to a 5-4 and four finish. Um, and then uh, uh, this is uh, – this is this is really a big deal. I I've known Pierce for years because I used to have to cover the Giants a lot for ESPN.com. Great leader, good dude. He was a really fine linebacker. In fact, he was one of the first linebackers they used to. They used to use Pierce, Aaron, to to cover. You remember how great a, a back Westbrook was for the Eagles? Out of the backfield, they threw all those routes for him. He was one of the first. I mean, obviously, there have been backs for a long time that were good at catching the ball. But, boy, they really used Westbrook. And in, and Pierce was almost kind of like brought in to go against him and to try to slow that down. And Pierce was part of at least one of those Super Bowl teams. I don't think it was both of them, maybe both of them. Um, but um, the players have bought into his leadership style. And uh, Devontae Adams, uh, a player that has been disgruntled at times, the all-pro wide receiver, said he would, quote, run through a wall for that man. And then um, uh, Max Crosby also voiced his support for Pierce. So that is the big news that's going on. Uh, other news I'm seeing NFL-wise, Aaron, the Rams general manager, I believe that's Mr. Sneed, Les Sneed, has come out and endorsed defensive coordinator Raheem Morris for head coaching jobs. It's always nice. It's always nice uh, when you're out there interviewing and your current coach, you know, somebody stands behind you, your current GM, and uh, Sneed. Before he took questions today, uh, told the media, he said, because I know he's interviewing for just about every head coaching job in the NFL route right now, and uh, went on to say, I think we all know he's a great human being. The guy is coded to respect everyone, to build a relationship with everyone, no matter where you are in the organization. What's awesome is, as he does that, you just see the respect flow back to his direction. He's coded for that. It's a superpower that I think would help any organization. Aaron, you like that? Coded. I like that. I'm going to start saying that about you, Aaron. I'm going to say you're kind of coded for things. Aaron is just coded for uh, NFL Blitz package. <laughs> He's coded for the uh, – uh, Campus Confidential, which we do at 440. Now, Aaron, kind of exciting today. Um, I've backloaded the show. I don't always do this, but we just had an opportunity to have a couple of unbelievable guests. Um, Jared Nunes uh, from uh, Baylor Men's Basketball, the assistant coach, 
is going to join us at 5 o'clock, and we'll get ready for Bears versus Horns. What do the Bears have to watch out for? What have they addressed since Kansas State? Can they get back to their great three-point shooting ways? Do they need to space things out a little more? What can they do to get Ray J back on course? Ray J's a great enough player. I, I don't think... I mean, you might say a couple things to him, but for the most part, I think you got to let Ray J be Ray J and just know you're going to get a rough game every once in a while. For the most part, you're going to get a lot of great games, great passer, great teammate, great leader. I think he's really good down the stretch. They lost that game the other day because Kansas State hit a couple of lucky shots. Um, and but, but, again, one of them was Baylor's problem. Right? I mean, you live and learn. The freshman, Jacoby Walter, goes out and fouls a three-point shooter. Even if he doesn't make that crazy shot, he's going to get three free throws to take the lead. Well, he gets a four-point play, and they take a two-point game. They take a two-point win. So I think there are a lot of things to learn in that game, and Coach Nunes will uh, will be – will be there with us in the uh, uh, at 5 o'clock today. So that will be exciting as we prepare for Baylor in Texas. Aaron, the last meeting in Austin. I feel like we just did this, didn't we? We said goodbye to the drum, and the Bears ended it with a uh, win. Aaron, I thought you would like this nugget, and I brought this up on Twitter. Since February of 2016, Aaron, without looking, would you like to know the Bears' record against the Horns? 2016... Uh, February of 2016 is when this started. Would you like to know Scott Drew's record, the Baylor Bears, against the Texas, uh, the, the Texas Longhorns? Aaron, what would you guess? I'll give you this. They played 15 games. Okay. That was my question. How many games? 15? I would say 11 and 4. They are 13 and 2. Ooh. It was good. And it was that good. Yeah. They have uh, taken care of the of those dreaded. Um, I mean, that, that is really something. Thirteen and two, and uh, and we'll see right now. That was interesting, Aaron. What John said, and and I'm always interested uh, in in like listening to Craig Way. He just was named Sportscaster of the Year. Uh, that's a that's a deal. I think John Morris has actually won that before as well. But that's a that's a great thing for Craig Way. But I I think he represented Aaron, and you were listening. I didn't get to. I was on the road and didn't get to hear all of that. Uh, it sounds like Craig Way is indicating that Rodney Terry thinks he may have gone too far and maybe not handled that the right way. I'm glad. I'm kind of glad Rodney has come to that conclusion. Uh, because sometimes if you have a problem with some kids uh, on the other team or some student athletes, the players, you know, address it with the coach. I mean, you know, you don't have to go one by one cussing, you know. And, and again, I give people the benefit of the doubt when things are raw and you've just won a game. What I don't, though, after the cool-down period, Aaron, we we got a Rodney Terry who wanted to share with everybody how Texas does it. Hey, we expect to win every game. We always we do it with class, and that's fine. But what what you're doing by saying that you're 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 trying you're kind of trying to take away from a UCF huge road win. I mean, as John said, they're they went, they're from UCF. They probably just learned the horns down thing. Contrary to popular belief, we don't all like grow up knowing about <laughs> it. 
Like, I, I promise you, Aaron, I don't even remember when I was a Baylor student, I don't remember us ever doing horns down. I think it became a little more popular after that. I'm not saying it wasn't around. Right. I'm just saying I get out of Baylor in 1995, and I just don't even remember that being a big deal. So somewhere in the 2000s or whatever, more and more people do it. But, the, again, the more you react to it and act like it bothers you, again, I have Texas buddies, and I've heard them say, we're, that just shows you we're living in your – What's that saying, Aaron? We're we're paying rent, you know. We're living rent free in your in your head. I've had horns tell me that, and I'm like, please, please, no. It's just fun. Kids like doing the horns down. It's like whatever the Duke kids were doing, Aaron. Now that was not a horns down. That was like a pro Duke thing. I'd never seen it in my life, and they're doing a bunch of Duke horns. I mean, it's the devil horns, Aaron. I think there was. I th- I don't think we should be doing. Put the thumb out. I think. Difference. It's. Yeah, they put their thumbs out, and I'm I'm trying to do it as I speak, Aaron. I'm 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 sure this is translating really well to radio. But they put both their hands together and have their thumbs out. And Aaron, how long have we been watching Duke basketball? Oh, about thirty years or so. More than that. They've been great under Coach K for let's say till we were oh thirty five, forty years. I'd never seen them do that. So the UCF kids likely had just recently even learned what the horns down was. And they're just having a little fun with it. So anyway, let's lay off. Let's take our lumps. When you get beat, people are going to do stuff, and they're going to say stuff. If you get another crack at them, beat them. If you don't, go beat the next team. Now, unfortunately, the next team is Baylor. And, Aaron, if the, the long, if the Bears are able to get this win, the Horns would fall to 1-4. and four. Wow. I mean, that is, that is really something. I, I mean, that is, that is as bad. Uh, that's, I mean, that's a rough start. Baylor had a rough start last year, and they climbed out of the hole. You knew they would. I think this conference is tougher than ever to climb out of a hole. And if Rodney Terry, who got the interim tag taken off with Chris Beard's players, falls to one and four, the pressure is going to be immense. Now, I'm not worried about that because, hey, it's the Bears. Go, go win it. You can't worry about anything with the UT folks. You just got to go win a basketball game. Uh, Texas is a very uneven team right now. Acemus is a, is a big-time shot maker. He's been very inconsistent. DeSue is a tremendous young player, and he is capable of going off. He's their, he's their best hope. You've got to kind of take care of him, and you've got to use all your big dudes. You may even have to get EJ ready to go tomorrow, but you've got to be ready. Aaron, let's get ourselves ready to go tomorrow because it's an early start, 11 a.m. Aaron, that means you've got to be up bright and early. That means uh, Pat and John have to be up bright and early, the Baylor players. What time do you get up and eat a pregame meal for an 11 o'clock tip? I would say probably you don't want to eat too early but too late. You probably thread the needle at about 7.30. 7 or 7.30, you get your pregame meal, and then you're ready to go, and you're hoping you're ready to go. Let's do something light. Let's go to the Continental Breakfast. Let's go with some fruit. Maybe just get a little bit of protein with some bacon, 
And I, these kids are young, and, and they, they need protein, so maybe like a breakfast sandwich is what I would do. Aaron, do you feel like Baylor Nutrition, do you think they appreciate the kind of the help that I give in terms of some of the dietary things, advice I give? I think these are very important. Golly, it was great to see Cody Carlson run through here. You know when Cody shows up, like there's an important meeting. And, Aaron, you would not have believed what he was wearing. I mean, it's just like i, I got to find out where he shops. Because, I mean, it's not, Aaron, it's a different place from where we're getting our stuff. It is really something. Okay, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Lots of breaking news uh, across the sports world. Also kind of want to get you caught up on the latest as the Cowboys' uh, fallout uh, continues. Boy, there's anger. Micah Parsons is calling out radio or TV people. Just calling them out. He's cussing them out on t- on Twitter. We need to discuss. We'll do that next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Bears and the Longhorns in Austin on Saturday. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip off. 11 a.m. tip off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan, you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. 
Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, live from the Baylor Club. Got Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore is going to be on with us today at 520. Baylor men's uh, basketball, assistant basketball coach, Jared Nunes will be on with us at 5 o'clock, so a really big 5 o'clock plan for you. Um, I, I, I do, we do have some college basketball, and as we get into Campus Confidential, Aaron, I got to thinking, I thought, I thought our talk with, with uh, Coach Howler was so great yesterday. I mean, I, we may need to, in the 4 o'clock hour, uh, either at 4 or 420, I, I would not – I would not mind reliving some of that. That was really fun. Uh, yesterday we had, uh, well, Pete Souza on, Jim Howler, uh, just really some some good stuff. Now, Aaron, the the ESPN.com folks have taken a long look at some of these matchups, and we'll talk about this more in Campus Confidential. But the the, the I thought that was interesting that when Myron Medcalf took a peek at the games. The first thing he has, and he, I'm, he has the Baylor-Texas game first. Now, there are a bunch of good games tomorrow. Baylor at Texas. Baylor 3-1, and one, Texas 1-3. One and three. Texas is a very desperate team the Bears are going to run into. Um, he picks Baylor to win this thing 77-70. UCF beat them the other night 77-71. I don't – I mean, last week's win – at Cincinnati for Texas, Aaron, is the only top 50 Ken Palm win. That's Ken Pomeroy, and that's a huge thing in college basketball, all the, the numbers that he puts up. And that's what all the coaches look at, all the players, everything. It's the only top 50 Ken Palm win on the Longhorns' resume. Their NCAA tournament hopes 
right now, Aaron, they're 59th in the net rankings, are dwindling. With three losses in four games, Texas must start racking up quality wins to have even a slim chance to play its way onto the bubble. Aaron, is that, I mean, again, I'm no Longhorn defender, but, man, that's tough. That's tough to hear something like that for a program that went to the Elite Eight last year, has a lot of talent. Now, again, this is such a huge strength of schedule in this conference. If they can just get to 500, I think they'll be okay. But, Aaron, they're they're 12-5, and 1-3. I, I didn't know they were already basically, like, not in the tournament already. I mean, like, to me, they've got a ton of time to climb back in this thing. But I find that... I find that very interesting that uh, that they would go that route. Now, Aaron, I promised, and we'll do more in the NFL Blitz coming up, but I kind of wanted to see. <clears throat> I, I'm trying to think when this came to my attention earlier today. Um, and I was looking. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Micah Parsons. I, so Skip Bayless said something ridiculous. Now, we, we know it's not worth us getting into. Our, our longtime listeners and, and our, our more seasoned individuals out there know that Skip used to be at the Dallas Times-Herald. Then I think he came over to the Dallas Morning News. Then he was in Chicago. And then I think he was in San Jose. Now he's somehow morphed into this TV star. And he gives opinions, and people get mad at him. And, and generally, I just kind of ignore it because I've, I've had people ask me when I was doing some stuff for Fox, Matt, are you friends with, with uh, Skip? Or could you something? I think they ask it in a way like, could you get along with Skip? And I think my answer was like, oh, you know, I, I feel like I can get along with anybody, Aaron. I don't know if you would. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's well, an accurate this, answer. I'm laughing but more they, at, at, at the Skip side of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they, that's what they were asking. And I, and I, but what I was thinking is, I, I don't know anybody who he's a he's a loner, and you know it seems like he, he just he doesn't have a lot of friends. Yet <laughs> he makes you know millions of dollars and seems to do pretty well. Now there's more to life than money. Okay, I'm gonna say that. But anyway, he he comes out and he tweets about four days ago after that Cowboys loss says. Can't wait for Micah Parsons' podcast tomorrow. That's what he does best. Wow. Wow. I mean, uh, again, I, we're, so we're going to regard Micah as, like, one of the greatest players of his time, greatest defensive players, and they have that game, and you're really going to take a pot shot at him. And, and Skip, you know, fancies himself as some kind of huge Cowboys fan. Well, back in the day, he crushed the Cowboys. So yeah, that's all an act, okay? And, and anybody that knows him or knows his story knows how ridiculous. And that's a, it's kind of like the Stephen A. hating on the Cowboys. All of that's an act. I mean, that's pro wrestling. Now, do we love pro wrestling? Yeah, a lot of us have. I used to love it, okay? We don't mind stuff like that. But, but it's all orchestrated. I mean, I don't even know... If you, if you tried to make Stephen A. say who he actually likes, it would probably be the New York Knicks. I think that's probably accurate. But this Cowboys thing is is a lot of it just cooked up and made up for ratings, okay? hate to burst anybody's bubble. But Micah responds on Twitter when Skip said that about him. He said, 
you just a hating hating AMF. And, and by the way, to his credit, Aaron, Micah, now you, we've heard this recently, coaches and players, especially I've noticed in the NFL, they don't hold back. They, even Dak, they cuss a lot these days. Micah did not actually cuss. He used, uh, he said the A word. I don't think I can, I probably could say that, Aaron, but I don't really, I don't pr- try to do that. But he, he actually put the initials for MF, okay, which uh, kind of surprises me. He said, who's mad, I ain't want to do your show. Where was all this when you were on the, on my, um, yeah, whatever the saying would be there, wanting me to come on your show every Tuesday? Aaron, as I start reading this, I'm like, now why did I decide to get into this? You lame ASF, skip, real S, fake A, Cowboys fan. <laughs> so Micah is, now, again, you would like to just say, rise above, rise above. These guys are on their phones so much. And by the way, I don't ever want to be like, oh, Mosley's, you know, getting on people for being on their phones. Guess who else is on their phone too much? Me. Checking Twitter. Aaron. I mean, we're all on our phones too much. All right? I mean, if you find somebody that, like, is doesn't have a Facebook account, give them a hug and congratulate them. Like, I, did, I didn't do Facebook for years and years, and I feel like I have to do it for media stuff now. But my life was better before it. Now I feel like I got to wish everybody a happy birthday. Oh, gosh. It's, you know, here's seven birthdays. Uh, if I don't, they're going to be mad if I don't wish them a birthday. It's easier just to say you're not on Facebook. All right? So, I, again, I, I would like to go back to being off Facebook. Um, so, Trey, Trey Di- uh, Trevon Diggs came, came back at Skip on this, for this same tweet and, and said, now, again, I'm not get whatever he's saying, Aaron, but he, he kind of came at him, uh, and I think, he, I think he's referencing a bad word. So everybody is jumping in there, and uh, I, I, I mean, this is – but this is it. Aaron, you said it best. We were kind of talking about this off air a little bit. Take your lumps. Go into hiding for a week. Go into hiding for two or three weeks. There are playoffs to be had. There are playoff teams out there that have advanced and moving on. The Detroit Lions are like setting some kind of record for being like the biggest favorite in years. The Detroit Lions, they hadn't won a playoff game in 30-something years. It's crazy. And the Cowboys are out. So don't don't be true. It's kind of like Rodney Terry letting some 19, 20-year-old kids put some put their fingers down Okay, put a horns down, and, and, and a 55-year-old man's going to start screaming at him and cussing at him. Man, just just you got to be bigger than that. And now the Cowboys are taking the bait. And, and Aaron, guess who wants Micah Parsons <laughs> and Trayvon Diggs coming at them more than anything? Why do you think he trolled you? Why do you think? Why do you think Skip Bayless does that? Because he loves it, and his bosses love it. And now the Cowboys have engaged.
All right? I mean, the best thing they could have done, they let Mike talk, and then everybody needs to go away for a while. I got to say, Jerry's tone the other night was not, he was kind of miffed, and he was kind of stunned, but I've seen him angrier. I should have known at the time that maybe Jerry was so calm that maybe he wasn't going to let that anger get him and go make a coaching change. But, Aaron, I don't – there's not one thing I can think of that the Cowboys are going to do this offseason to change our opinion. I mean, like, I guess the only thing is, Aaron, if Dan Quinn gets one of these jobs, you you do get a new defense coordinator. Now, that's, to me, but, as I get further away from the season, that's just kind of a scary proposition. Well, this guy got a ton of sacks, takeaways. Aaron, he put up, they put up huge numbers under Dan Quinn. Well, and I read, and I'll have to find it, but I was reading uh, just a couple of hours ago that if Quinn does leave, they're just going to promote one of his assistants that was with McCarthy in Green Bay. So don't expect any spectacular splash hire, even if Dan Quinn does leave. They're going to keep it in-house because that's worked so well for Mike McCarthy's tenure as Cowboys coach. Oh, my gosh. You're right. I mean, yeah, it's going to. Promote from I mean, I, who now, Aaron? Did you say because though I do love that secondary coach, I kind of like him. But but you're right. I mean, is he ready to call the plays and be elevated to that deal? I mean, if they go from within, players love him. I like him. I like him. I mean, I think part of the reason they get so many pick sixes and so many takeaways, this guy coaches them up. But, Aaron, we fall in love with these coordinators sometimes or people and think this guy's going to be. Aaron, I'll, I'll remind you of a, a former Cowboys defensive coordinator named Chris Richard. And he was a secondary coach. And, boy, everybody was really, hey, Marinelli's not really doing it. It's all Christmas Richard. Or maybe it was even whoever was before Marinelli. You remember before Rod started calling plays, they had Monty. And, I mean, they were lucky if Monty could stay awake during the games. Monty was just kind of like, you know, kind of trudging around there with his hoodie. I mean, Monty was just kind of like, whoa, was Monty going to make it through the game? And Richard became the – the, you know, the soup du jour. He was it, man. Here we go. Here the creme de la creme. Chris Richard. And you know why, Aaron? You know why they love Chris Richard? They fall, people fall. And by the way, it's the media. I'm talking about myself. We fall for some of the dumbest things. He wore cleats. He would, like, wear cleats to practice and, and run sprints and, 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 like, cover receivers during practice. And I swear we're like, whoa, man. He's young and vibrant, and this is cool. This is great. And we all fell in love with that. Aaron, where is Chris Richard these days? Uh, and I don't, I'm not saying anything to be negative. I'm just kind of curious. Uh, let's see where our man is. Now, that's a great Ooh. point because he was the mm-hmm. next hot up-and-coming oh, yeah. next defensive coordinator. He was most recently the secondary coach for the Saints. And, of course, he had been with the Cowboys and the Seahawks. Gosh, I bet he was with Quinn, wasn't he, back in the Sea? But he was with the Seahawks back in 2002 to 2004. Is that pre-Quinn? I guess, yeah, it certainly had to be pre-Quinn back with the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Aaron, he is. 
Oh, and, oh, I'm so sorry, Aaron. I was looking at it as a as a uh, as a player with the Seahawks. He was there 2015 to 2017, and then he was the DBs coach 2012, 2014. So 2011, he had to be part of those Legion of Boom. Yeah, he and Quinn had to be together back then. So anyway, he's moved on about his business. Uh, Aaron, to your point, though, change is happening all over the league. I mean, you know, they, they're they staying with Dennis Allen at, at, at New Orleans. But, man, Pete Carmichael's out as the offense coordinator. They're, they're, they're making – they're making huge changes. I mean, it was like, Aaron, I think you were reading those off the other day. You remember it was like, we I forget it was them or not, but one of those teams was like firing its assistant tight ends coach. The Browns, Isn't it always yeah. weird as the Browns? Oh, yeah. they The Browns have this great run with Flacco. They make the playoffs, <laughs> and they're like, why don't we just blow out our whole offensive staff? What do you think? What do you think about that? Why don't we just run off everybody? Our quarterbacks coach, our OC, our tight ends coach. Let's just run everybody off. Some of these things just don't make a whole lot of sense. Um, so I'm kind of monitoring things. But uh, the the breaking news that we had earlier, Aaron will have more on this because we're about to do our NFL blitz package. Uh, it does look like. The Raiders are working to finalize a deal with Antonio Pierce. And, Aaron, it's, it's funny. I was in the Super Bowl years ago, circa 2006 or 2007, and Pierce, I guess, was still playing. And he was out there on what was then called the – when I can't even remember what network that was on, Aaron – the best damn sports show. Remember that? Like Tom Arnold was on it and Chris somebody – and, and, and Antonio Pierce, he had joined him. John Sally was on that show, and Pierce was on with him all week. So, anyway, I just remember that's where I last kind of spent a little time with the great Antonio Pierce, and now he is about to become the head coach with the Raiders. Aaron, remind me, as we get into the Blitz package, I had something interesting for you. A huge survey that was done by Yahoo Sports and they ranked the current open jobs. I think there are, what, six or seven of them now? If we take Pierce off the board, maybe there's six. And they ranked them after talking to all the GMs and coaches anonymously across the league, not all of them, but several. And they ranked it, and the, and the number one opening is not what you would think. All of that coming up next in our NFL Blitz package. Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. The Baylor women back in action Saturday in Foster Pavilion hosting UCF in Big 12 play. 1.30 for the countdown to tip off. 2 p.m. tip off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Tune into Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. 
The savings continue with the Start Something New sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big right now and get all 2024 Jeep Grand Cherokees at 10% below MSRP. Or all 2023 Jeep Compass and Renegades for 10% below MSRP. Or 2023 Gladiator Overland with over 13000 in savings. First responders get an extra $500 in savings only at Allen Samuels in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Mosley. It's Aaron Sexton. Oh, Jim Haller's always happy to hear from Aaron. He said, I'll be waiting for Aaron Sexton's call. And um, I bet Aaron's been calling Jim now for about 20 years, 25 years. Um, always, uh, always fun to be here at the Baylor Club. Got some renovations going on. Looking really, it's, I think it's going to be kind of neat. Some of the different things they're doing, um, and just a reminder: they, some of the specials they have coming up on uh, Saturday. In fact, uh, they've got whiskey dinner, and um, I've know I know the guy who handles whiskey around here. And so, what I would imagine is they'll be pairing whiskeys with certain foods, and they'll have a whole bunch of stuff going on in that regard. Should be a nice time, but. Uh, Come out here and hang out with us at the Baylor Club, the world-famous Baylor Club. A little cold outside, so you need to get in here in that bar and grill. While there's renovations going on around us, the bar still looks wonderful over there. So we're having a big time. Of course, uh, Waco's leading private club, the epicenter of Waco civic, social, and business communities. So, uh, And just some unbelievable deals they're doing. Join now and no dues until... March. Really cool deal. So come by, ask for the old Mosley special. They'll know what you're talking about. Um, Aaron, let's get going on some of our NFL headlines because even in the past hour, we have seen some uh, breaking news out there. We have Adam Schefter reporting that the Raiders are finalizing a deal to hire Antonio Pierce as their head coach. 
The Raiders made Pierce their interim head coach on Halloween after firing Josh McDaniels. Following the Raiders' season-ending 27-14 victory over the Broncos, owner Mark Davis told ESPN he was, quote, really excited about the job Pierce did in leading the team to a 5-4 and four finish after he took over as interim head coach. All right. Um, that, you know, we were just talking about Antonio a little bit. I, It, it is amazing what, but we're just talking about Rodney Terry from Texas too. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it every once in a while because teams are just love. They love sometimes to have a different voice. Obviously, Josh McDaniels just just has re- had really worn on that team, and in some ways, some of the players and and then he felt like maybe some of his own coaching staff had turned on him, and that got to be an ugly situation. They rallied behind Antonio. Aaron, I'll remind you that's how Jason Garrett got his job back in the day. Oh, rallied. He, 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 I think they finished like maybe five and three the rest of the season. They quit on uh, Wade. And, um, and, and, you know, the great, the great Wade Phillips, they just quit on him. They went out there against the Packers and just said, nope, we can't. It's cold out here. And, and they made a change, and, they, and the, the interim, Garrett did a decent job. So sometimes these work, sometimes they don't. Now, again, Rodney Terry, the interim coach for Texas, that's no longer the interim coach because they went to the Elite Eight, verdict's still out. Verdict's still out. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like. I just think back on some of the famous interim coaches. I, I always think of college basketball, how, like, uh, the Fab Five, they, they weren't recruited by Steve Fisher. He was on that staff, but he was the one who ended up coaching them. And, of course, they went to a couple of Final Fours, at least one that I recall, I think ended up playing against Coach K and Duke. But, I, I again, I like Pierce. I like his attitude, and the players love him. These are all. These can go either way on you. Boise State just did this in college football. Fire a guy with like four games left in the season, three or four games left. Team rallies, wins the Mountain West Championship, and the guy gets hired. I'm not saying, and it may be a great hire, but the interim coach after the interim coach goes five and four, um, I don't, it doesn't even sound to me like they did a real search. It was just like, eh. There's some other guys. Let's think about some other people. What about Harbaugh? How much we have to pay him? Let's do a deal with Antonio Pierce. This is easier. So wish him the best. I like him a lot. But uh, those things uh, can go either direction. The Chicago Bears are expected to interview former Arizona Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury in a move that, if he were to be hired, would probably signal what they plan to do with the Number one pick in the upcoming NFL draft, Kingsbury would be the ninth known candidate the Bears have requested to interview. He was fired as Arizona Cardinals head coach after four seasons, but returned to the college ranks last year as a senior offensive analyst and quarterbacks coach for USC. Obviously, the quarterback at USC is presumptive number one pick, Caleb Williams. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's like Cliff is America's guest. <laughs> he just, just he, he always upward. lands on his feet. Falls upward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let's see. Couldn't, couldn't really do that much with the great Pat Mahomes, but let's go hire him. Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, they fired him. I know they fired him at his alma mater, but let's go hire him. Let's go see if he wants to be an NFL head coach. 
Oh, now they'll bring him in, and uh, this will be interesting because the verdict is still out. Caleb Williams has all the ability in the world, but he did not show at USC that he could get it done. If we're going to get on Dak for not being able to do it in signature games, well, again, let's give Caleb a little bit of a chance in the NFL, but you are turning your organization over to him. He's one of those guys, Aaron, you can't pass up because he's too great an athlete and he's too great a talent because you're scared that somebody else is going to get him. But I, he's not as sure a thing today as he was 12 months ago. Like, I just don't feel the same about him. It's probably, it may be unfair to him. Maybe they just didn't have enough around him. But Lincoln is supposed to be the great quarterback whisperer. And what did USC go this year? <laughs> like 9-3 and three or you know, eight and four. They may have finished eight and four. That's good at some universities. Not good enough there. Not good enough there. Eight I mean, and five. They, they eight and five. Eight and five at USC. That will not get it done. You know, and then they paid all that money for Lincoln. Aaron, if you looked at that guy, they all hated the guy before Clay something. Clay Helton. Yeah, look at his record over the previous four seasons. I bet it was nine and three, eight and four. He probably had a ten win season. And, and it's always like, it's never good. We're USC. We're USC. Let's go get Lincoln, and let's go 8-5 and five with the Heisman Trophy winning uh, quarterback. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, but always uh, always good to see Cliff uh, with some good job opportunities. He just, the man knows how to get it done in that regard. And you were right about Clay Helton, the former USC coach before 2019, 8-5. During the COVID-shortened 2020 season, 5-1, and one, and then fired after a 1-1 one one start in 2021. <laughs> so, yeah, he did have pretty much the record that you thought he did as USC's mm-hmm. head coach. Speaking did of you head say 1-1? Oh, 1-1 one one. One one in 2022, <laughs> yeah, before he was fired. Why do they ever let him start the next season? I remember it happening. Thinking like, I, uh, I mean, like, Les, uh, you know, our old buddy Les from LSU and Kansas and everywhere, Les Miles, he had the same thing. It's like they wanted to fire him. They decided not to fire him. When did they end up firing him that next season? At like six games into the season. All right, we're done with Les. Well, you were actually done with him the season before. Like, why? Is there something? Maybe it's a buyout or something. I did see some list, Aaron. I'm going to look that back up. And it was like the schools that have been gone the longest with at least one ranking in the AP Top 25. The, the, and it was, there was one school that had a 56-year streak of being at least ranked at some point in the, in the Top 25. And it was, would you care to guess, 56 straight years. Football? College football. Uh, golly. Oh, Hold on, saying. Aaron. Oh, okay. I was gonna. I was gonna do a Schmaltz's. <laughs> I, I was gonna do it. You got it. You got. Oh wow. It. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you did. You did get it. I thought as I asked that question, I'm like, that's a good Schmaltz's question right there. Okay, um, Aaron, continue on the NFL Blitz package. As the Bills get ready for their divisional round showdown against the Chiefs, they are dealing with injuries in all three phases. They will be without wide receiver Gabe Davis and safety Taylor Rapp, linebacker Balen Spector, quarterback Kristen Benford, and former Baylor All-American and 
Current starting middle linebacker Terrell Bernard are all questionable. Bernard injured his ankle in last week's playoffs game, and McDermott said that they would have to see how he progresses as they get closer to Sunday. I would say on Bernard, that's a great development. It is. That he's, even, that he's even in play. Because that kind of looked, that did not look good. I'm trying to remember if they even carted him off. It just did not look they great. Did. Yeah. yeah. So anytime you see somebody carted off, and then there's a chance they may return. Now, Aaron, some of these teams can play a little fast and lose and act like they may be able to come back. And, you know, the only way he might be able to come back is if they make the Super Bowl. We may we may see this. We may, we may see this, um, you know, week after week but uh God, he has he has uh, played tremendously the former Baylor player Bernard and has emerged as their starting middle linebacker and uh and that is uh that is good all right it is the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas that is the blitz package and uh we uh, we've got we've got a lot coming up we've got more breaking news for you and there's just some there's something I want to dig in NFL-wise, a, a, uh, a survey that I think will surprise you as to the best job opening in the NFL right now. We'll get into some of that next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. Corio Health's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Corio Health Orthopedic can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Rico, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer Boys, 
SyntexSports.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntexSportsFan.com. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas and Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, coming to you from the Baylor Club. Discover the private club inside McLean Stadium. Amenities you've been missing, including uh, lunch and dining options and a choice of uh, casual or formal atmosphere. I'm looking at that anytime bar and grill right now. Members can uh, enjoy relaxed business social gatherings in a ballroom that can uh, accommodate 750 seated guests nine private function rooms. I've been to events here. I had to speak at an event here and had such a great time. Thank you, the Baylor Lion Foundation. I, I think about that all the time, our family being put in their first family uh, award. Really neat deal. But right over here, you got views of um, the, the Baylor campus and uh, the Brazos River, downtown Waco, the whole shebang. And uh, so this is uh, got the big uh, whiskey dinner coming up on uh, on, uh, tomorrow, in fact, 
That'll be nice. They'll pair some whiskeys. They'll have some good stuff going on. And then the next weekend, um, they'll have the uh, pregame meal service before you get uh, head over to the pavilion. Stop by the Baylor Club. They take good care of us here. In fact, uh, Fridays have been known to put out a little, little shrimp. A little shrimp out here. I've been known to load up on a little bit of that. I, I tend to find... Uh, Anytime uh, they're doing that, they'll see me show up on the scene. Now, big-time uh, guest list coming up. Um, we'll hear from Coach Haller. I mean, there were some things he said yesterday. We, of course, like anything, we'll get back into the old days. And I started bringing up old SMU players from the early 80s. We did a little bit of that. But we, we got his take on the Baylor women, the Baylor men, and he had some really good thoughts. And, and we'll hear a little bit from Jim coming up at uh, 4.20, 5 o'clock. Jared Nunes, the, uh, the Baylor uh, men's assistant basketball coach, is going to join us. And then at 5.20, Glenn Moore, uh, Baylor softball coach, they got all the accolades that went out the other day. They were predicted, I think, to finish fourth in the conference by the coaches, but they have one of the top players in the conference in Shea Govan, and, uh, and so that was kind of a cool thing that came out. I love that program. I like attending all their events and, and uh, doing that kind of thing, and so we'll look forward to having uh, uh, Coach Moore. They, they're already practicing. I can't believe. I mean, it's cold. Do they have an indoor? I do think they have some indoor. Uh, but they'll be out there. Glenda's not not a guy who's going to let let his players, uh, just because it's a little chilly, not practice today. They're already practicing. Um, Thirty Feels like 36 today. Uh, I'm not looking in the right county here. Um, anyway, it's chilly. I, I know door opened around here just a minute ago. and I, I uh, send me sent some shivers through me. Now, Aaron, we've talked about this. What would you – like, I, I think it's interesting to look at these NFL openings and try to kind of think, okay, what's the, what, what's the best opening? We've argued about it a little bit. I think probably the Chargers is what comes to mind just because they have the best quarterback. I find uh, – but I, I the, Yahoo, Charles Robinson and Jory Epstein did this whole Epstein did this whole thing where they talked to coaches and executives across the league, uh, across the NFL, to find the most attractive of these of these uh, job openings. Now it does look like the Raiders are going to hire Antonio Pierce, and Aaron, it will not surprise you. They, they talked to, let's see, three GMs, uh, big-time executives, three top coaches across the league. They talked to personnel people. And so basically they pulled six highly positioned league sources. Now, Aaron, of, I'm going to give you seven uh, of these openings, and I want you to try to guess who they thought was the worst job. The Carolina Panthers, and by the way, our people can play along at home. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Our uh, our t- our. You know you can do your text line there. We love hearing from you. Uh, the t- the Titans, Aaron. The um, the Raiders job. We'll act like that's still open, even though Pierce is going to get that. The Seattle Seahawks. The the Falcons job. 
the uh, commander's job and the charger's job. Okay, I'm just going to give you, I wanted to give you all seven openings. And they talked to all these executives, and these executives had some really interesting thoughts. I, I think they came at this in a different way than you would think. Because my thought is, Chargers have the best quarterback in Herbert, Justin Herbert, and while I don't like their ownership group, they have great pass rushers, they have two great pass rushers, and they have some things to build around. I don't love their cap space, but we don't normally get into cap space. We normally go, what's the roster, who do you have, and do you have a big-time quarterback? The answer is they've got great pass rushers and they've got a great quarterback. That is like 70% of the battle. That is 70% of the battle. Now, the Cowboys have, like, everything, and it doesn't matter. They're sitting at home because they got beat by the Green Bay Packers. All right? And, uh, and Aaron, we could be staring at the, at the idea because the Packers, Packers are going to get killed by the 49ers. We could be staring at the Detroit Lions playing the NFC title game. I never thought I'd live to see the day when something like that could happen, but it could be happening. Aaron, would you like to hazard a guess as to who all these executives said was the worst opening of all of these openings I just mentioned? Who do you think they said was the worst opening? <laughs> I would assume it's the one with the – like it would have – even with the positive, I think it would have easily been Washington if Snyder was still there. But I think Tepper's currently the worst owner in the league. And they gave up, I think, three ones for Bryce Young in the free agents they signed last year. Adam Thielen and Miles Sanders are all old by NFL standards. They don't have a ton of cat space, I don't think, even though they're not very good. I'd, I'd say Carolina. Aaron is correct. Survey says Carolina <laughs> Panthers. Um, beyond Tepper, the Bones, they hate the owner. Okay, he's the new whatever, just goofball owner. So the bones of the team are not considered to be promising in the near term, to your point there. There are a handful of promising young players, but the quarterback struggled significantly. And they said, whoever they quoted privately said, anonymously said, Carolina is the place that you really need to take stock of your current job. One pool, one executive said, for me, I'm really happy to be where I am and have a great future ahead of us and a great quarterback. It gives you something to think about being patient rather than just saying it's one of 32. The Panthers, just because of the instability of the owner and that roster needing so much work, is not the best shot you can take. That's for sure. Now, this one was interesting to me. The second worst on this survey that Yahoo Sports did of the openings, the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans ended up with one fifth place, four sixth place votes, and one last place vote. I mean, I guess, I mean, I, Aaron, do they, I mean, you don't know what they have really at quarterback. He says, Carolina and Tennessee are both coordinator hires for the head coach. Neither one will get someone like Harbaugh because of how the owners have been all over the place. And they said, obviously, Tennessee fired Mike, so you can cross off the experienced head coaches who already know what they are doing from that place. What a weird job that is. See, I, I thought the Titans might, they might look at the Titans and think it was an okay job. All these executives that have been polled say it is the worst job. Aaron, 
Who do you think, as we do this exercise, who is your guest for the best opening? And I'm going to narrow this thing down to I'm going to I'm going to narrow it down to Seahawks, uh, Falcons, Commanders, and Chargers. I think, man. Okay, so. You know, Smith had one good year. I don't trust him uh-huh. at quarterback. So I, maybe GMs do. So maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Atlanta drafts too low, I think, to get a quarterback. They still may. They could trade for one. Pretty talented roster. Yeah. As you know. Oh, they Pretty got. Pretty talented roster. Yeah, with Bijan and. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are in salary cap. Heck. Yeah. And. But they have the best quarterback do, of all yeah. the teams. I mean, it had to either be the Chargers because of Herbert or Washington because of the high draft pick. I would think. Okay, okay. Okay, here we go. The, the survey says the Washington Commanders is the best job of the seven openings. I didn't see it coming, and, and you're right. I think it's because of Snyder and thinking that he was so horrible for so long and he was a lawsuit waiting to happen. Because he's just a creep. He's just a flat-out creep. I used to get calls from his henchmen. Hey, can you do something with Dan? We didn't like what you reported in the morning news. We didn't like that story. We we didn't think that. I mean, like, you've never. The biggest rabbit ears of them all. But they have Josh Harris, who I think is a weirdo. But he also has had some some success with the Sixers and then in, in the NHL. So he's got some credibility. They got three first-place uh, first votes, two second-place votes, one third place vote. I mean, this is really the the quote, the, the anonymous quote they said was exciting new ownership group, and it speaks volumes the fact that they were able to hire Adam Peters. Aaron, they went and got a GM from I think from the 49ers, right? I think that's where he came from. So when you come from like a great organization. You buy, like, instant credibility. Now, you would think that you couldn't get instant credibility from somebody from the Cowboys, but I honestly think Will McClay would be a good hire. But they got Adam Peters, he said, who could have had any GM job he's wanted for years now. He said, I think that shows you how attractive this place is. Wow. Wow. I didn't – I mean, Aaron, I, I got to say, that's why I like this survey – and I thought it was worthy of getting into because I just did not look at the Washington Commanders and think, boy, this thing screams uh, leading organization. Um, I don't know who they – I mean, they're drafting – are they drafting – who's dra- – are they drafting number two overall? Yes. Okay, yes, so that's huge. So they can get a quarterback – Probably won't get Caleb, but they'll get – I mean, this is apparently a pretty deep group of quarterbacks, so they'll be able to dig in and get whoever they want after Caleb Williams. And then, Aaron, they said they're, um, they've are they got receivers. McLaurin, God, feels like he's been there forever. He's not that old, is he? Probably 26 or 27. Yeah. Should be in the prime of his career, and it feels like just because he's the only receiver they've had, he's some kind of – you know, but, again, he is good. But he's been there. So I, I think he could be great in a good organization. But there he's just kind of like, oh, he's decent. Uh, uh, Dotson, Curtis Samuel, Aaron, Deron Payne, and then Jonathan Allen. 
that is the foundation that you would have. And, oh, here's the other thing. No team has more 2024 salary cap space than the commanders. So um, they got all kinds of salary cap, and they said they'll even if they have early mediocrity in, in this new head coach, they'll get praise even like the Cardinals coach did, Jonathan Gannon, who went 4-13. and Okay, they were competitive. They knocked off the Eagles at the end, and, and people think he might have it headed in the right direction. So they won't be great, but they do think it is an attractive job. Very interesting. Washington Commanders. Uh, and, Aaron, by the way, uh, as of yesterday, the Chargers interview of David Shaw and Mike Vrabel, that increased their head coach candidates to 11. They're interested in a lot of people, <laughs> and a lot of people are interested in them. 11 of them. I need to see if we're getting any feedback on how Dan Quinn's stuff went. Because Dan Quinn had a ton of interviews Wednesday, and he had like five different interviews. Who is wanting Dan Quinn to leave? That would be, in my opinion, Mike McCarthy. I think he likes him. I think he thinks the relationship has run its course, and I think he hates having an interim coach on staff. I think some head coaches don't function well when they know if they get off to a poor start that you could go to an interim coach, and and Dan Quinn, the man they call DQ, is that. All right, I, I, I want to do some college basketball. we got Campus Confidential coming up at 440. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet, for that. But next, we're going to let you hear a little bit uh, from Jim Howard. I mean, tremendous stuff uh, on the uh, the Big 12, and I just really always have so much fun with him. Uh, you'll hear a little bit from Jim Howard. A reminder, we'll do that next. Reminder, 5 o'clock, two big-time guests lined up, and that'll be the 5 o'clock hour on the Baylor front. All of it coming up next as we do this show live from the Baylor Club. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Bears and the Longhorns in Austin on Saturday. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine. Whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection, they have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. 
Hey folks, Gary Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. 2024 is here, and it couldn't be a better time to purchase your next new Chevrolet. For an example, Silverado is $10,000 off. Traverse is $5,000 off. And the all-new Equinox, $3,000 off. And we also have the largest selection of new and pre-owned inventory folks that we've seen in years. And we don't play any of the games or gimmicks, just honesty and transparency. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Paparola's Pizza, Waco's oldest family-owned pizzeria, with two locations to serve you better, Valley Mills Drive and Hewitt Drive. Come down in for a unique experience or use their convenient drive-thru on the way home. Order online at paparolo.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. That's paparolos.com and use the coupon code online for 10% off your order. Paparolos voted the best pizza in Waco. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Well, Pete Souza on with us. Now we have Jim Howler. I mean, major analyst at ESPN, <laughs> women's games, men's games, all of it. And uh, Jim, I'm sorry, Pete was all worked up about the Eagles and uh, that loss. And then I got talking about the Cowboys, and we went a little bit long there. But uh, was then great he got, to... I was listening. Hey, man, I was listening. Then he got oh, piled up about Rodney Terry. I loved it all. It was good. Whenever <laughs> you got Pete, Pete Sousa on there, you don't ever have to worry about getting to me. I love hearing the rising star of ESPN talk. He's great. 
Well, that's nice. That's that's uh, that's that's nice. And uh, Pete is doing a very nice job on these broadcasts. And boy, we always love hearing from you. That was uh, and by the way, Mike McCarthy, Jim, Jim Mike McCarthy is coming back. Word goes out last night. Somebody wrote a statement for Jerry. You should have heard some of the flowery prose they were saying. Jerry said that in the evaluation, he decided to take a, a holistic approach. And I'm thinking, Jerry Jones has never said anything like that in my li- in his life. So, anyway, a very strange deal. But Mike McCarthy back with the Cowboys. Jim, are you a where where do your NFL loyalties lie over over the years? Because uh, um, you're a you're a Texas guy through and through. But uh, where where have you? Uh, where do you usually watch on Sundays? Well, I'd much rather talk about Big 12 basketball, but if you want my NFL, I grew up in Dallas, so I've been a Dallas Cowboys fan my whole life. I used to sell programs, sell peanuts, popcorn. When the Cowboys started in 1960, this is more than you ever wanted to know, but the old basketball coach at SMU, Doc Hayes, was in charge of program sales at the Cowboy games, and he had hired – one year I made all city in high school ball. He called one day and he said, Hey, we'd love for you to get some of your teammates out here and sell programs for us. So man, back in 1960, 61, 62, we were getting 10 cents for every program we sold. And boy, we thought we were getting rich. So Cowboys have always been my team. <laughs> How's that love- for going way back in time? And yes, yeah, I'm try- old. <laughs> I was trying to think if doc was coaching, the Mustangs, when they went to that fabled Final Four back in the day, would that have oh, been? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He coached Jim Krebs and all those oh, great players. Coached against Wilt Chamberlain. I used to ride my bicycle. I lived over by Inwood and Lover's Lane in that area. I used to ride my bicycle all the way over to the new Moody Coliseum and watch them practice. And, oh, yeah, but Doc Hayes yeah. was there a long time. How- yeah. How neat well, is that? Let's, let's, get to, let's get to the current Big 12. We got a lot uh, to talk about. <laughs> no, I mean, I I like uh, all that, and, and I bet that was neat the first time you called a game at the renovated Moody because uh, yeah. having seen over the years the old Moody, and now they got a Moody Center in Austin, um, you know, it is interesting how, how all that uh, – how all these well, things have changed. Uh, let me tell you, that old Moody Coliseum at, at SMU, I played high school ball in there. I coached. I played junior college ball in there. I coached junior college ball there. I coached major college ball there. I've been through Moody Coliseum at SMU for so many years, and they did a great mm-hmm. job renovating that. And by the way, you and Pete were talking about the Fertitta Center at the University of Houston. That's the refurbished old Hoffheinz Pavilion okay. from yeah. back in the Guy Lewis days. So gotcha. SMU, TCU, Houston, they all refurbished theirs. They didn't do like Baylor and Texas build new ones. Yeah, it would have been hard to downsize the Farrell Center, refurbish it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure, I'm not sure uh, how we would have done that. I used to go to that Moody, old Moody and watch you coach against uh, Run, Sonny, Run. Dave Peeler would have been shooting the ball for the Mustangs, and yeah, I was a little kid. difference maker. We won in those days because I had a guy named Vinny Johnson hitting winning baseline shots from the left baseline, yeah. facing back toward the campus. Oh, I remember those days perfectly. <laughs> I mean, you, that was back by in then the you, days when, 
back in the days when all the coaches were buddies. Man, Sonny and Alan and I used to play tennis together all the time. Yeah, it was a totally different era. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah you had uh, Teagle by then when I was a yeah. kid, and and that was uh, those were some fun games over there at Moody, and well, they, they, they used get to rolling pack Moody there. Coliseum. With yeah, them. they used to have nine, ten thousand in there yeah. for all those conference games. But uh, anyway, different times. What did you uh, think about talking to Jim Haller that, um, uh, well, I, there's two losses I want to talk about. Baylor and Iowa State, the women the other day. Now, that was tough. That was tough because that the women's game, which you've grown to love, and you do a great job calling it, there, every once in a while there's one of those dominant players that emerges, right? And it's kind of like the old days. It's kind of back when nobody was used to like a seven-footer in men's basketball. Well, that, that – Audie Crooks comes out there for Iowa State. She's a freshman. She's six three. She's got you know her size. They they no, I don't even think the officials, as Nikki told me yesterday, the officials almost had a hard time knowing how to call the game because that that's an uncommon. You see tall girls, you don't really see people that you know that big, right? And so that was a tough tough loss and. They did. They did everything they could. I know what Nikki was trying to do at the end with getting the six-seven girl in there on her. Letty, it's tough though, Jim, as you know, putting somebody completely cold and hadn't played a minute and saying, "Hey, go play the biggest defensive, you know, stop of the entire game." Um, I, I just was curious your thoughts because I thought it was such an inspired effort. They played so much better, but but that was tough. Tough to lose it the way they did, especially with some questionable calls and, and Asia fouling out like she did? Well, it was a, a great game. I thought the, the Baylor women showed a lot of heart in that game after the disappointing effort at Kansas. But that Audie Crooks, uh, Matt, you're, you're on to something there. She is very, very tough to defend. Now, here's the shame about this, and the only part of this expanded Big 12 I do not like. We won't get to see how Baylor would adjust their defense to facing her for the second time. We don't play uh, – Baylor doesn't play Iowa State again this year. So I had the chance to talk to Tony Green today, and we were talking about the best way now to defend Audie Crooks. And uh, uh, certainly I hope they meet in the Big 12 tournament in March. But you're right, that young lady is something else. And uh, – I think it's going to be fun. That's a good young team, and they've got some uh, really talent there. So uh, they yeah. they lost. I believe it was last night, but uh, they're 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 really good. And uh, this Baylor team, what's going to be interesting to see how they come back in these two big home games Saturday and Monday against UCF and Kansas State. Kansas State number seven in the nation now. Yeah, that's going to be a big big challenge with Aoka Lee, their six six center. I'm always lobbying for more for Yaya. And by the way, I don't do it behind Nikki's back. I When she's on with me, I lobby. I, you know, and again, she's the one at practice. You did it for years. You were, people would second guess you, I'm sure. But you were <laughs> the one that saw them day to day, every single day. But it's just like, Jim, when I watch her, she does uncommon things. Not only is she fast and can shoot. But, like, her passing 
is not what you're used to seeing in the women's game. Not that that, that they have an Odyssey and others haven't been great passers. Nina, whoever you want to bring up, uh, Dee. But she does stuff that you just don't see a lot in the women's game in terms of seeing stuff before it develops and just delivering the ball like she does. So, again, I, I find myself just constantly wanting to see more of her and then honestly being kind of frustrated when she doesn't play for almost an entire half in Ames. Because to me, she's a difference maker. Well, I've said on a telecast this year that you can count me as president of the Yaya Felder fan club. All right. <laughs> how much I like her. I look. Yeah. Here's the thing about it. She is an energizer bunny when she goes in. But now, Matt, here's the deal. This Big 12 conference, both men and women, have such great coaches. You get into conference play. You've got all the scouting reports on every game that's been played. These teams now are defending Yaya totally different than we saw in non-conference. So they're taking away some of her strong suits and forcing her to do some things that she's still got to work on that maybe the average person won't really notice what's happening. But Iowa State, for example, was playing that zone defense, and she's really better against teams that are playing primarily man-to-man. So I I think you're going to continue to see Yaya a lot, but – these defenses and these coaches now that make these strategic moves in their strat and their uh, scouting reports, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Nikki said she wished she had pulled the trigger on that three, which I thought was interesting because she's really good at driving, but Crooks yeah. was down there and it obviously altered what she was trying to accomplish on that drive uh, at the end of the game. So I thought that was interesting. Nikki thought she had an open three from the corner and she should have just pulled the trigger on it. So uh, you never know. Let's move on to the Baylor men. That to, Jim, that's a game you don't go into the game. You think, well, if you lose there, that's not the end of the world. But when you watched it play out, it did kind of feel like the end of the world after the game because you take 22 more shots than them. You get 23 offensive rebounds to their nine. So, and, of course, you didn't shoot the ball well at all. But But – I mean, there were so many. It just felt like both in regulation and overtime, you had the game. You, you know, you're right there. The game's within your grasp. And both times, they let it get away from them. Um, you know, kind of for different reasons. But, Jim, that to me, that was that's one you'll look back on. And maybe we won't even. We'll move on with our lives, and maybe it won't be that big of a deal. But right now, it kind of feels like a big deal because you'd be 4-0, and, and quite honestly, you controlled that game, and to to me, you 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 just you outplayed them, even though you didn't shoot the ball worth the flip. Well, you're right, and the key to this thought is that if they had pulled that game out, they would be the only undefeated men's team in the Big Twelve right now. So certainly, yes. that's a haunting thought. But here's the thing: when you go on the road, look at this time last week, University of Houston was number two in the nation. Then they go on the road and lose to two really lesser teams than K-State, lose two in a row. Uh, They'll adjust. They have to come back. But your wording is perfect, Matt. That was a winnable game Tuesday night for the Bears in Manhattan. Be up by six with a minute and a half to go, then being back up in overtime. But there were really, if you want to be honest about it, there were silly fouls. 
bad free throw shooting, some things that can really come back to haunt you. I never thought K-State would be able to beat Baylor with the number of turnovers they had. But the key to all this, it's over. You learn from it. You hope you don't have a shooting night like that again. But here's the key to my thinking. As good as Baylor is, they're so perimeter dependent. They ha- All their plays basically are running through the guards on the perimeter. There's very little just true post-up action to get it to Misi or anybody down on the block. Now, yeah, they get scores on putbacks and things of that nature. But Baylor, we saw what happened when they had an off-shooting night. There's not many opportunities in the paint off of their offense if they aren't able to penetrate in there off the dribble. And that's hard to do against a defense like K-State. But anyway, the key is how do they come back now and play at Austin on Saturday. Now you're going against a team that's really reeling. Texas has already lost three games Mm -hmm. in conference play. They're going to be tight. How do the bears come back at 11 o'clock Saturday morning? That's the big thing. I mean, I, I just hope none of our players, Jim flash one of those horns down. I mean, it could, (laughs) that could send Rodney (laughs) into therapy. Well, you know, here's the thing about it. I think Pete and you were both discussing that a while ago. There's a lot of pressure in that situation down there, and I'm sure Rodney was upset after the game. I've known him for a long time. I knew him when he was assistant here. That's not his normal nature, but crazy things happen in the tense moments after a game, and I'm sure he regrets that, but – You've got to be a little bit bigger than the situation when those kind of things come up. And uh, there's a whole lot of things, things worse in life than getting the horns down thrown at you. I can tell you that. Yeah. I, I, Texas people can't think of any of those right now. They, they seem to take (laughs) it. They seem to take it to heart, but uh, boy, the great news though, the bears, uh, even that hated that loss, but wasn't that cool the other day? that they signed or got the commitment from VJ Hedgecomb. I have to say, I took it personally when Trey Johnson picked Texas over Baylor. Cause I know that kid and know his family, know his dad. I'm sure you met his dad over the years. Hey, that's a great, that's a great player. And Baylor really wanted him and recruited him for a long time and didn't get him, but to be able to pivot and get Hedgecomb. I mean, that's, that's howler-like stuff back in the day when you were bringing man, in all those let me tell you, guards. Man, I'm a, yeah, I, I, I did the TV work on the 6A state championship game last year from the Alamo Dome, so I just got a good look at Trey Johnson up close and personal. He is a great player, but Baylor just came right back, like you say, and, and just got a commitment from a player that's ranked even higher or just as high. And yeah. here's what's really unusual about this year's recruiting for Baylor. With Edgecombe, they've now got signed our commitments from the number one rated player in New York, the number one rated player from Pennsylvania, and the number one rated player from Arizona. Who would have ever thought that was happening in Waco, Texas, in a sport that's supposed to be a big city urban type sport? And here we are, Scott Drew and his staff recruiting that kind of talent. That's just unbelievable. All right, all right. Take a peek over at your old stomping grounds, by the way, at uh, MCC. There's a player 
over there from my hometown, Kaufman, that was a football player at SMU, and he's now seems to be like one of the top scorers for MCC. I think his name's Dalen Dickerson, and yes, I've been he's very to, good. I loved I loved to go out to MCC and uh, okay, uh, Coach Gill and all that group out there. My old one of my old players, Carlos Briggs, is an assistant out there. So uh, yeah, it's fun. And I'll go. I didn't okay. realize he was from Kaufman. I'll watch him a little yeah. closer. All you famous people from Kaufman, I like to know them. I'll go introduce myself. Yeah, it's a Metroplex <laughs> location with the country yeah. charm. All right. You got that's it, our, man. That's our You're the, pre- you're our the president sticker. of the Chamber of Commerce for Kaufman, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the former <laughs> Baylor players used to actually be the Chamber of Commerce manager in Kaufman, Roy Nash, who played oh, sure. for the Bears in the late yeah. 60s. He was at Kaufman circa 19... 19- 71 or something like that, 72, like right out of school. And he was the chamber manager there in Kaufman, Texas, before moving back to Waco. Something I didn't know, but Matt, always good to visit with you and Aaron. Take care, and I'll see you at the uh, Foster Pavilion. I'll uh, be vibrating from all that uh, bass from those woofers. <laughs> Just thought I'd get that in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks, Coach. There he goes. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Uh, Jim Howler. <laughs> Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Recently on the John Moore Show. Chris Patola, our guest, ESPN College Basketball Analyst. And it'll be interesting also, John, one last thought here. All of these teams are playing in Foster Pavilion for the first time. What is the impact that has? I'll be curious to see what Baylor's record at home is by the end of the season. The John Morris Show, 2 to 3 p.m. Weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Morrison's Gifts would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Day. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Save big on your next pre-owned car or truck at Richard Carr. Well-qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2021 Nissan Versa for $196 a month or a pre-owned 2021 Buick Encore for $286 a month or a pre-owned 2018 Chevy Silverado for $360 a month. 100 thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles are on the lot and priced to sell. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the New Year New Ride pre-owned savings event at Richard Carr. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. 
Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern look and feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hi, it's Matt Mosley. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, brought to you by Jim Turner's Chevrolet. Thank you, Derek. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Clay. Everybody out there in McGregor, stop by and see Jim Turner. JTC, check out some of those trucks out there uh, at the Chevy house, and uh, you'll, you'll be glad you stopped by. We are at the Baylor Club and what an atmosphere it is. Some renovations going on out here. But, boy, folks have posted up now at the Anytime Bar and Grill. They did have some pill and eat shrimp that uh, was put out earlier. And uh, I have made my way over to that station. And uh, they, uh, a friend of mine said that they do have a six, for me at least, <laughs> they have a little bit of a limit. I may have exceeded that limit. But uh, what a place this is. I mean, Fridays are awesome, but pretty much every day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you can, like at 4.30, they'll put out some great spinach artichoke dip or whatever, and you can just go to town. That's just that's for being a member, okay? That's part of the membership that comes. And so some incredible deals. Whiskey dinner tomorrow night. The whiskey dinner. And um, I keep meaning to inquire. I want to know what they're pairing the whiskey with. But uh, I do. A couple of my friends out here have tried this buttered rum drink, and it's got. I mean, they make the batter for it like a, and then they, and then they. Put, I guess there's some kind of rum involved, and it, it's there's a lot to it, uh, and it's on a cold, cold day like today. Uh, everybody over there at the bar I've noticed is having one of these things. It has a little cream at the top of it. And uh, just a really, really uh, nice-looking uh, drink, the buttered rum. 
uh, drink, the special, and you might want to look into that if you come over here by the uh, the Baylor Club, the fabled Baylor Club. Now, Aaron, we do have a huge guest coming up, Jared Nunes, the uh, Baylor assistant coach, uh, and we'll be visiting with him here at uh, uh, 5 o'clock. But, uh, Aaron, what do we have in the way of college athletics news today? Ohio State has hired former Texans head coach and former Alabama offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien as their new offensive coordinator, the school announced today. The move comes with a potential shift within the Ohio State program as Coach Ryan Day has spent part of this offseason exploring bringing in an experienced coordinator who would allow him to give up play-calling duties, according to sources. O'Brien, who served as the Patriots offensive coordinator last year, would allow Day to do that. Okay. I mean, I, Aaron, when you have a chance to hire Bill O'Brien, <laughs> you got to take it. Oh, right? you, you got to miss that window. Oh, Bill O'Brien. Can I give you my We're, favorite Bill O'Brien stat? What's that? He spent eight years working with either Bill Belichick or Nick Saban and didn't win a single Super Bowl or national championship, which should be impossible. It should have been. <laughs> but he managed to pull it off. <laughs> Love that. Uh, embarrassing time at, at, with the Texans. I'll, I'll tell you who loved that guy. Matt Rule loved Bill O'Brien. And it's because Bill O'Brien took that Penn State job, you know, when everything fell apart, and he he was the head coach there. Now, Aaron, how long did he stay? Like two seasons or one season, whatever it was. But Matt likes to jump around a little bit. It's okay. But, boy, he, for some reason, I remember in all my old visits with Matt, Bill O'Brien would come up, and, and it was like a, I mean, it was like a legendary name had been mentioned. And I, and I get it. Part of it was just because Matt Rule was a Penn Stater, and I'm sure like a lot of Penn Staters had just all kinds of feelings about that scandal and just, you know, horrified for one. But, of course, they you know, they'd all played for Paterno. And so that was the legend, and that's who they looked up to. And then, of course, he became kind of a, paran- or a you know, a pariah. Uh, so interesting, you know, to say the least. But I just remember Bill O'Brien because he took that Penn State job. Matt Rule loved that guy. Okay, so we'll see how he does with Ohio State. Aaron, I, I would say Ryan Day, especially with a new AD, starts out next year on the hot seat. Aaron, you know, think how many universities would kill to win like 11 games a year. What did he go this year? 11 and 12 and 1, 11 and 2, whatever. Um, did he go 12 and 1? I mean, something along those lines. And he will absolutely begin next year on the hot seat. You agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that, I mean, isn't that just, wild? They expect you to win a national championship every yeah. year, and if you don't, yeah, they're looking for your replacement. Or at least get to the to final the playoffs, four. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now it'll be the final twelve. I think it'll be easier for coaches to keep their jobs now because you can get to an expanded playoff. I don't know. I don't know if it would be easier or tougher because then now it makes it easier route to get there. So I guess the ones that don't get there, it's going to put even more of a spotlight on them. Like what if his first year in the SEC, Sark, goes from 
playing in the in the semifinal to not making it to the 12-team playoff. And that could totally happen. It's going to be, you know, he'll be viewed in a very negative light. All right, what else do we have, sir? We've been talking about the departures from Alabama's program since Nick Saban retired. Well, they lost a top quarterback recruit but also gained one today. Alabama freshman Julian Sayan, the top-ranked quarterback in the class of 2024, has entered the transfer portal. He told ESPN's Pete Thamel today, Sayan is the highest-ranked offensive player in the 2024 ESPN 300, number three overall, and had enrolled early in Alabama, but entered the transfer portal saying that he went to Alabama to play for Saban, and since Saban's not there, he's going to explore his options. Is there any way Saban could have done this better to help, you know, like to help his successor? I think Is there so. any? But I see. I just wonder if he did it right after they would already have. They would have already had the their early signing. I don't know if it would have really changed anything, or if he had announced it during the season. Maybe they could have worked harder to keep all these guys. I don't know. I don't know if there's any other way around this. But, boy, this way has uh, – Kalen DeBoer, it's, it's, like, it's like the best, worst job in the country. <laughs> it's like Alabama is a great job. Alabama is also a bad job because it's just DeBoer. There's no place to go but down. I mean, I guess the good – I mean, they didn't win a national title on his way out, so there's that. But, man, I, DeBoer, I, I get your ego and the money. It's like you have to take the job, but he's asking for it. <laughs> it's gonna he's be asking for it. He, it's, a, it's a 50-50 shot that this works for DeBoer. This is a tough, tough situation. The... Crimson Tide did get their first transfer since Kalen DeBoer took over as head coach, and he's a familiar name to Coach DeBoer, Washington quarterback Austin Mack. Mack signed with Washington in the 2023 class out of Loomis, California. He was originally part of the 2024 class, but reclassified and enrolled early. Redshirted last year, did not play as starter Michael Penix Jr. Took, obviously, the majority of the snaps last season. He, even with the departure of Saiyan, gives... Alabama pretty good depth at quarterback with starter Jalen Milrow returning and Ty Simpson, a top-rated recruit, still on campus as well. Man, I mean, it, it, it's like, yeah, it's cleared out. But, see, Aaron, this is really interesting because it's like the Alabama players can leave, but <laughs> – these other schools that didn't make coaching changes, they can't those kids can't jump in the portal. Right. So in a sense, and again, nobody's feeling sorry for Alabama, but they got a bunch of people leaving and it's really difficult to get anybody in there. You either have to get waivers. Aaron can now can they and you were just talking about this. If you're a graduate, could you jump in there now and still join them or I mean the portal's closed for these other schools. I don't, I don't, yeah. Grad, yeah, grad transfers can, can transfer. They can do it. And, okay. And obviously if you're, if you're coach yeah. left, they give you an extra 30 days. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah. It, as, uh, as we look at this, uh, a uh, reminder, 
Jared Nunez uh, will be with us, Baylor assistant, men's assistant basketball coach. That's coming up at 5 o'clock. They're already in Austin. They were at the arena earlier today. They were headed back to the hotel a minute ago. They've had their, uh, oh, the evening kind of shoot-around situation, and then they'll have to get ready to go. That's an 11 a.m. tip-off. I mean, that's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. So that will be a really cool interview. Again, we'll do that uh Next, Aaron, you got one more for us? Yeah, I have a quick look at the uh, Big 12 basketball schedule for tomorrow on the men's side. You mentioned Baylor, number nine Baylor kicking it off tomorrow on the road at Moody Coliseum to take on the Texas Longhorns. That's an 11 a.m. tip, 10.30 for the pregame right here on ESPN Central Texas. At noon, number 15, Oklahoma travels to Cincinnati. Two 1 p.m. tips, UCF with coming off their big road win Mm -hmm. over Texas travels to number five, Houston. A top 25 matchup in Fort Worth as number 19 TCU hosts number 24, Iowa State. Number three, Kansas on the road to take on West Virginia. Texas Tech back at home for another top 25 matchup as they host number 20, BYU. And Kansas State and former Baylor assistant Jerome Tang will host the last place team in the Big 12, Oklahoma State. That's a 6 o'clock tip tomorrow night. That's what you want to see, Aaron. That's the game. You want to see. <laughs> and if you're Grant McCaslin, that's the team you want You want coming into your place. You want those pokes. And uh, sadly, that's a team. West Virginia already upset Texas. OSU's the last winless team. Could they go winless, Aaron, in the Big 12? It is possible. It is possible. What's the worst record ever? Well, you know who did it? Whoever was at Iowa State before this guy, you know, we love this guy with the tight shirt. I think it was uh, what was that guy? Oh, Steve Prom went winless in the Big Twelve. I think he went zero and eighteen. That's right. Wow, wow. All right, this is big. Uh, Baylor men's assistant coach Jared Nunes joins the Mosley Show next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the Basin Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254 710 80 
80. Attention fans of Hellberg Barbecue. You can enjoy their Central Texas-style barbecue, homemade sides, and desserts at their current location, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. They are operating drive through and curbside service out of food trailers parked outside the building, and their hours are Wednesday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or till they sell out. Customers can call 254-265-5387 for pre-orders. Hellberg's Barbecue full-service catering option is still available for your your next group outing. Soon, Hellberg will offer sandwiches and banana pudding at the grab-and-go markets inside the new Foster Pavilion. The future of Hellberg Barbecue includes a new building, bigger and better than ever, just down Highway 6 from the current location. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387 and at hellbergbarbecue.com. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. At NeighborWorks Waco, we understand that buying a home can feel overwhelming, but our dedicated team of experts is here to guide you through the entire process, making it as stress-free as possible. We offer FHA, VA, conventional, and USDA home mortgage products. If you need that additional assistance to help you get into a home, we offer down payment and closing cost assistance. Visit us today at nw-waco.org or call 254-752-1647 and let us help you make home ownership a reality. Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot, to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. It's Matt Mosley. You can make the decision right now to get lasting relief from that awful joint pain for 2024. Don't go another year compromising because of that pain in your knees or shoulder or like my neck, for instance. Call QC Kinetics now. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative non-surgical pain relief. No drugs, no surgery, no downtime. This is not a Band-Aid. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you moving again, get your life back. And listen, it's non-surgical. It's very important. If this is the year you decide to fight back against that pain, take the first step now. Call QC Kinetics. Get a free consultation on the calendar. Call 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics, 254 254- Four one five four one zero zero. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. 
Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Joined now by the man they call Coach New, Jared Nunes, on the Matt Mosley Show. And um, Coach New, great to have you back on in a, a big game in the Big 12 tomorrow morning at the Moody Center there in Austin. How are things in Austin? I, I bet it's a little chilly. Uh, we're just, just right down the road from where I am at Waco at the beautiful Baylor Club. I'm sure you've been in here. What a place it is. Uh, how are you, sir? Mm, I'm, all right. We'll get uh, we'll get Coach New back on the the phone, and uh, we'll we'll get that going again. I thought that was a what a what an introduction that was. I mean, well, I have to. I guess I have to redo that. We'll give him another sterling introduction when we do have him back on. And uh, oh, Aaron, I'm sorry. Um, I guess they're just getting to the hotel. He was, he was saying maybe five oh five. If you can hear me, they were just kind of getting back in there. Okay. So, um, if we want to just hold off for a second, um, I'm going to text him real quick. We'll just uh, start a little bit later with him. The only issue is Aaron. I mean, you know, what if Glenn Moore? What if we're late with Coach Moore at five twenty? I mean, do you think? Do you think he's going to put up with something like that? Oh, okay, Aaron. He does. Uh, he does say he's ready. So let's give Jared. Let's give Jared a call. Jared Nunes, the uh, Baylor men's assistant basketball coach. He's joining the Mosley Show, and uh, boy, the pill and eat shrimp is out and about. Lark Smith is on hand. Um, lots of. I mean, it's funny. The five o'clock hour always brings them out, and even with this renovation. We have now drawn quite a quite a group to the Baylor Club. I mean, I may have to turn the PA up in here. These people, surely they want to hear what it is we have to say. But uh, having a big time. And uh, Jared Nunes, check in, sir. Do we have you now? Matt, I'm here. How are you? <laughs> there's, that, there's that voice I know. I'm doing fine. Um, if you hear anything in the background, I'm at the Baylor Club, and they're having a big night here. And uh, it's a place, Jared, you're no stranger to the Baylor Club. You like to come by here and, and uh, you know, maybe perhaps even recruits from time to time get to maybe have, uh, you know, get to have some dinner at the uh, Baylor Club. By the way, congrats. That was pretty awesome the recent recruiting news. I guess they have to be, like, officially signed or something before we can, I don't know if I, you know, but I can say it. You don't have to comment on it. But V.J. Hedgecomb uh, choosing the Bears. You know, Jared, there was another player. I was, uh, I guess this is this is another sign that Mosley should stay out of recruiting because I didn't know Hedgecomb. I, I knew another target of y'all's. Uh, but, and, and you got Hedgecomb. <laughs> Hedgecomb, who is who is unbelievable player. So again, I don't think you probably can comment on it, but I'll just say 
congrats because I saw pictures of you all with him in the past on some of his visits and that kind of thing. And to pivot and not just, you know, sometimes there's somebody you're pursuing and you don't get them and it's like, well, we better go find somebody else. You all didn't just do that. You end up getting top five in the country. Um, so it wasn't, I wouldn't, it was like a pivot and then a dunk by you guys. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. I appreciate it. We're, we're definitely blessed to have them. Yeah, that's going to be uh, exciting. Now, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m., that is a, that's kind of unusual. It's unusually early. What, you're already in Austin. Um, you're already used to going to Austin. You're used to winning in Austin over the years. What do you kind of do to make sure the juices are flowing? I mean, you've got 1 o'clock games. You're used to even. But 11 is earlier than normal. Um, what, is the, what is the thought process on making sure, you're, you know, you got everybody up plenty early? It's like you don't want to get them up at 5, but then you don't want to let them sleep in until 8 or something crazy like that. What time do you get them up, and, and what's the plan to get them kind of rolling and get their juices going for an early game? Right. Well, unfortunately, uh, we don't have to get the juices flowing too much um, after uh, earlier this week, uh, the disappointment and frustration from that. So we're all kind of itching at the bit to get back after, especially the guys. Uh, We've had two or three great days of practice, great level of focus. Um, So usually when we've had early games, Charlie uh, will get the guys up probably about 730, 745. Uh, Charlie will do a stretch with them. Um, then we'll, uh, we'll have them do breakfast. We'll, have, we'll do walkthrough and then we'll have them do breakfast and then we'll do chapel as they eat. And then we usually give them about another hour or so, maybe hour and a half, depending on how long chapel is. And then we'll head to the, to the arena and start, uh, start warming up. Let's tell chaplain to kind of keep it. I mean, no, you know, keep it short, you know, let's not go. This yeah. is not one to just go overboard with love a good message. But let's not. Yep. Let's just tell them to kind of keep this one, you know, kind of a, a quicker one, like you, like a young life type deal that you might attend or an FCA. You know, get yep. get their attention for about ten or fifteen minutes, and then let them let them let them head on their way. Well, the great thing about this is we rotate chapels on our staff on the road. So so Luke Simons is actually in charge of it tomorrow. So when we get off, I'll make sure I'll pass that message on to him. Now is Luke. Who's responsible for, because, boy, you were a fashion guy and, and always loved what you would come up with for the staff, but you got promoted, and that's not really on your radar anymore, you know, as far as, like, you know, okay, guys, here's what we're all going to wear. But yeah. I got to say, those green pants, now the problem with green pants, I think they looked pretty good the other night. Honestly, mm-hmm. on TV they did. you gotta be, you got to be kind of thin. Like, there's some, I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but, like, you know, people like me that have some some trunks, you know, just a little bit. You've seen me. Not not crazy big, but I don't need to be in a pair of green pants, you know. Um, you can what'd you think, you what'd you think of the green pants? Well, you know, Coach Drew wasn't a fan of them at first either, to be honest. Uh, we had a couple guys on the staff. It was kind of like mixed emotions, but once we put them on and, and put it together with a nice fit, I think everybody was, uh, was, was pretty pleased. And I do still help Luke on the outfits. He, he'll send me uh, he'll send me a picture of the outfits and kind of gives me let me give him a thumbs up or thumbs down. So okay, still helping him out a little bit. Okay, and that that one pullover that's the the green, but it's not the dark green. It's a lighter green. 
that's a good one that y'all did a, yeah. few, a, a few games ago. Um, in fact, I like that em- uh, enough that I kind of reached out to John to see if that could be in the Mosley closet. So far, John John has not delivered. So, Jared, if you could get involved there, John has not made much headway on that request. So, you, well, can... you shoot you shoot me your side after we get off, and I'll see what I can do. All right, man, you're the you're the best. Um, well, now tell me about the text. Uh, no, I mean we do have to look back at K State a little bit. That, that's crazy that y'all had, you know, 22 more shots. You killed them on the boards. I mean, so in some ways, you just outplayed them a lot. You weren't shooting the ball. I mean, you shot like 30% or something, and, you know, from three it wasn't good, five of 28. I mean, that's that's a tough one because you're a great three-point shooting team, but you have had a couple of games where the threes aren't falling. You found a way to win one of those. But, Jared, what's your thought process on that when you when you just see the shots, not they're just not dropping? I mean, I, you don't want to give up on it completely because it's such a huge part of your offense. But at the same yeah. time, there's probably times you're like, you know what, we probably, we may should stop firing on this. Well, how do you, well, how do you, how did you assess it when you kind of look back on, on how it turned out? Because obviously that's a gut punch because of yeah. y'all were in great position twice to win that game, regulation overtime. I'm not breaking news to you. Um, but how do you kind of address that when you're a great three-pointing shooting team, but you're having a nightmare shooting night? Um, well, I think the first thing is that we got to give credit to the teams we're playing. Obviously, you know yeah. this. I mean, yeah. Big Twelve is the is the best conference in America basketball for basketball, and we're going against a lot of great teams, great coaches. So uh, that makes it a little bit tough as well. But you know, I think for us, we 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 preached a lot this week about good, better, best, right? So meaning that some of the shots I think we took. Um, during that game weren't our best shots, right? Some of them were fours. We talked about shot selection a little bit this week. Um, so I think, you know, understanding, you know, what shots we want to take is big. You know, Coach Jacobs and Coach Drew really did a great job explaining that in film um, this week to the guys. And then understanding when those shots are fall- falling, like you said, trying to get to the free throw line. Now the key is when you get to the free throw line, we got to shoot a much better job, do a much better job there um, than we did on Tuesday. Um, so it's kind of a collective effort of understanding, you know, passing up shots that we think are good to get a, the best shot, and then understanding when those shots aren't fall, falling, how we can get easier baskets. And um, the guys are really bought into that this week, and hopefully we can uh, we can transfer that over to Saturday. Okay, and what are you seeing from Texas? Off to a rough start in conference, obviously extremely talented team. We've seen Acemus for years because he was at Oral Roberts and put up huge numbers there. DeSue has had some uh, unbelievable games of late. I mean, I, I noticed I think he had a 33-point game. So it's like they're, they're even though they're 1-3, they're extremely dangerous, and also they're going to be extremely desperate, kind of like that team you all ran into a few weeks ago. You ran into a desperate team in, in Detroit. But, I mean, this is going to be this will be interesting. What, what, what jumps off the page at you as you've been preparing – for this Texas team, and what do you have to pay the most attention to? Well, I think the first thing, uh, in Big 12, you can't look at records, right? Because anybody yeah. can beat anybody in any given night, right? We saw Central Florida beat Kansas, um, you know. So I think anybody in any given night could beat you. So records don't really matter in our league because everybody's elite. Um, as far as Texas goes, uh, you know, like you said, Max and Dylan, I'm very, very, two very, very good players, two of the better players in conference. 
Um, they're very good in transition. Um, they're very well coached defensively. Um, so we know, you know, this is going to be another one of those heavyweight fights, right? you got to have to play hard every possession. Um, you know, they could come down to a one- or two-possession game. Hopefully, um, you know, it doesn't. <laughs> I would pre- We would prefer that, obviously, as coaches, but uh, you got to be prepared for that. So uh, we know what we're up against. Um, you know, Texas is one of the best teams in the country, so uh, regardless of record, like I said, so we'll be ready for it. What do you say to Ray J after, like, the other night? He's a great point guard for you. Just had a rough shooting night. But in overtime, he's still taking shots, right? He hits two key shots in overtime. Um, is, is he veteran enough and have been through enough battles where you don't have to say a lot to him? Or how do you how do you kind of handle it when a guy's coming off, uh, you know, a really uh, poor shooting night like that? Oh, absolutely. Ray J is one of the smartest uh, players that we've had here at Baylor. Um, the great thing about him, he studies a lot of film. Um, there's nobody harder on himself than him. Um, than Ray J. So, uh, you know, we looked at the film. We talked about some things. He learned from it. Um, I saw that this week in practice. Um, and, again, I think even for him, when Ray J um, is taking his best shot, um, that's when his efficiency is, is through the roof. And I think he was pressing a little bit last game. Um, so we can clean some of that stuff up. And His approach has been great. Um, he's got a great feel. He's a great leader. And uh, I'm ready for him to bounce back tomorrow. All right, this is exciting. Um, and do you have to tell the, remind the guys um, to no matter what? I mean, the, the Coach Terry took great offense, Jared, to the to the horns down. Do you do you have to uh, do you say anything to your guys, or you just have they been through enough battles with Texas that's just not really their style, and do you not have to really worry about that with your guys? I uh, you saw that I'm sure like everybody else the other night. Rodney was. Uh, was very upset at uh, the way UCF, uh, he didn't like some of those horns down. Well, you know, we have, our guys are pretty classy, uh, yeah. very respectful. But there, there'll be a healthy reminder uh, <laughs> <laughs> before, then even tonight or before the game tomorrow to uh, to make sure we, we handle business the way uh, we know we're supposed to handle business. Okay, okay. You, you leave that to us like in the, well, I'm in the media. I should not be doing a horns down. But leave that to our students. If they want to do some horns down or whatever, that's totally, that's totally up to them. But uh, yeah. uh, let's. Uh, this is going to be exciting. And uh, and by the way, I, I wasn't that. I mean, you did have 23 offensive rebounds. And while I know that killed you to lose that game, I get that. But I mean, the energy from Eve. And, and from Josh and really from your guards, Walt, uh, right, Jacoby, right down, Ray J, too. He had a bunch of defensive rebounds, I noticed. But, I mean, that yep. to me, that, that does speak to desire, doesn't it? And just hustle, all of that, all those kinds of things when you have a massive discrepancy in an area like that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, the effort and energy was there. Um, you know, I thought we defensively and rebounding-wise were good enough to win that game, right? But then it just comes down to, like I said before, shot selection. Um, and then some game-ending situation stuff um, that we didn't execute well down the stretch of that game that we talked about and, you know, we've we worked on cleaning up a little bit. So um, if we can bring that same effort and energy we had Tuesday night and then now bring some more ed- execution and uh, better shot selection, I like our chances tomorrow.
Okay. I, you know, I hope the, I hope the UT fans, they stay out on 6th Street all night tonight, are late arriving, and then the good Baptist uh, from Baylor, a lot of people will be making the trip. we got a lot of Baylor people in Austin. They'll be there, and, you know, they'll be as sober as anybody. So they'll be, uh, they'll, they'll be in good heads. Hey, appreciate you doing this, and uh, great catching up with you, and I can't wait to see what, um, what uh, fit you guys go with tomorrow. Matt, always great talking to you, and I'll be on the lookout for that shirt for you. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I appreciate it. There he goes, Jared Nunes uh, with Baylor men's basketball. Been with him for a long time. Been with the Drew family forever. And uh, and uh, just a very valuable uh, part of that uh, coaching staff. Okay. It is time. We're going to go to another Baylor coach, Glenn Moore. They've started the softball practices. What could they be working on? It's like a month till the season. It's cold. It's like 35 degrees. We'll find out next. Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman. The Baylor women back in action Saturday in Foster Pavilion hosting UCF in Big 12 play. 1.30 for the countdown to tip off. 2 p.m. tip off Saturday on 104.9 FM. Tune into Baylor women's basketball on 104.9 FM. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Steve Myatt, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. From our family to yours, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina wants to thank Central Texas for voting them as the best of Tex-Mex restaurant for 2023. And thank you for the votes for the best of chips and hot sauce, best margaritas, best enchiladas, best queso, and the best tortillas. Making you hungry? Then stop on at La Fiesta Restaurant off Franklin Avenue in Wicko. Check them out online at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. 
The savings continue with the Start Something New sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Right now, get a 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie Crew Cab four-wheel drive with 15000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. Or a 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab four-wheel drive with 12000 off MSRP or 2.9% for 72 months. Plus, a special discount for first responders only at Allen Samuels. Come by. Let's be friends. Witt Building Supplies, your one and only trusted building supplies company, now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville in Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's Mosley, Aaron Sexton alongside Glenn Moore joining us now. We go from Baylor basketball to Baylor softball, and I got Glenn. It's good to it's good to visit with you, man. It's exciting. I got excited in December. They y'all put out a tweet sixty days away. Now it's like even I don't know. It's like thirty or something like that. And then the other day, unanimously, I like I like it when a Baylor player unanimously ends up on that uh, preseason uh, All-Big 12 team. How are you, sir? Are you making these players get out in this cold weather and work out? What's going on over there? Yeah, you're doing me a favor. I'm, my teeth are chattering. It's so cold out there, but they're just finishing up. Uh, I got up in the press box so I could find some heat somewhere. But uh, they're working. Yep, working good. This is day number four, day four, and we had one yesterday. It was beautiful, but it's been cold. Yeah. What do you now? If you're as you're waiting for Mosley, who's was running a little bit late to call, do you uh, can you shout down there at him from the press box if you need to, or I guess you just have so many good assistants with Hoot and everybody that you can you can kind of lean on them and go up and and get in in some of the warmth but i mean now as you look down there what do we like how many folks do you have on, on the roster right now i mean that's a good cuz i got so excited you you know that that new group you have coming in uh it was great recruiting sometimes in football we have people show up early how does that work for softball does that do, do, do folks ever report early for duty or do they have to kind of do they generally um, 
you know, wait, wait until the uh, until the fall. No, we actually have them about the second week of July. Uh, our freshmen report in and start attending classes and lifting weights and conditioning and getting acclimated before the school year starts. So we've had the three freshmen have been in for a long time. Yeah, yeah, I think I was thinking about even the next group. I know what you're saying. Um, I was thinking like gray shirting and all of that. But the freshmen, oh. yeah, the, the group we were so excited about that committed to you. But I, I think we're that would be a little early for them to show up. I just remember even being excited talking to you a few couple a few months ago at that group because, you know, you just never know. In this NIL world, in the portal world, are you going to be able to bring all your people back? Are you... You know, and there was—I remember there was one player you were waiting on, and then you got the great news later in the day that it happened. So it's—it's it's kind of fun to look at what you have now, coach, and then—and then think about what's on the way. And I'd have to say, in this time of transition in the Big 12, it really seems like you're positioned well. Like, it, it, I mean, with who you have coming in and what you already have right now. Do you feel, I, mean, I don't know if coaches ever feel secure, but it just it does seem like you all are in a great spot. I like where we are. We, we finally have, um, you know, a good, uh, good class of uh, seniors. Uh, last year we had one senior in Josie Bauer. The year before that we had two seniors. So that year we had three, up, uh, three junior and seniors. The rest were freshmen, sophomores. So we've been young for a couple of years. Now we're uh, hopefully we can capitalize on some of the, the experience these kids have had but i think we're in a good spot so you know with attrition we're going to lose some talent after this year but we think we have some ready to step in those roles and prepare the the incoming freshmen to be ready to step up and that's what you want you don't want a freshman typically to come in and have an open position there you'd like for them to have to beat somebody out or um, you know uh, have somebody that's ready to to play that position when someone graduates what did they Glenn, what did they look like when they when they first arrive? Or is it is everybody a little rusty? Were you surprised at maybe how sharp they were? Obviously, you kind of got a. I saw some of these pictures, and it showed there's somebody in a toboggan out in the outfield. Um, but I mean, you know, I'm seeing some people kind of giving it their full deal. Like I was just saw somebody throwing it across the diamond. I mean, it was there's some major action shots. Are, are folks taking such good care of themselves in the off season that you really do feel like you can hit the ground running? What kind of what kind what were those first couple of practices like? Yeah, I I think uh, Matt that we came in relatively in in relatively good shape. I, we're certainly rusty from the fact that we haven't played together and just the chemistry of the game and you know so much of this game is played on the infield where you've got to rely on the person next to you and know what you're what's going on. So all of those things were knocking off a little rust. This is day four, and we did enter squad with three defenses today and three offenses. So um, we got a lot better this week. Uh, but, yeah, we, we started off as we typically would. I think we further, we're further advanced than uh, probably the, any team in the last four or five years. That has a lot to do with the leadership that we've had and the commitment from the upperclassmen to work in the offseason over the Christmas break. Okay, and I like the uh, D1 softball. I like the preseason polls when they come out, and I want to see where the Bears are. And 16th in that poll, um, there was a tie right in front of you. One of these teams will be heading into the conference next year, Utah. So it, it, isn't it kind of fascinating to kind of 
see the last year of Texas and OU, and we'll all wish them well, let them head on their way, number one and number five. But some of these new teams coming in are not exactly coming in hat in hand. These are good teams, like that Utah team I just mentioned. But is that is that about what you expected, like 16th? I mean, I, or you feel pretty good about that? Because I, I do think last year you grabbed the attention of the national folks with, with a huge win over OU and then a late um, that sweep over Texas was big. Um, how, how do you feel about I me? Mean, it, it does seem like you, you probably have a little more of a target uh, on you this season uh, in terms of the respect level. Yeah, we definitely have that target. I, I think probably it's so hard to tell right now, uh, and I know they have to rank these teams, but there's so many good teams out there right now. It's so hard to tell with who's healthy and who's not, and you're going to see a whole different team with all of our teams you know, in a month and a half to two months than you are this first couple of week, weeks of the season. Uh, I thought it was a vote, a huge vote of confidence for Southball America to put us up near the top 10 yes. at number 11, and then we yeah. came in at 16 in D1 Southball. I'd say we're, you know, legitimately with what we know about it, I'd say we're a, we should be a top 25 team, maybe, maybe around the 20 mark. So both of those are pretty good marks when you look at the fact that uh, some of these teams that are really good are behind us right now and teams that we play in February. I mean, we open up with Tennessee number three in that poll, I think, and number two in the other. So we'll know we'll know soon enough uh, where we deserve to be for sure. I'm surprised Tennessee didn't try to buy its way out of that series after what y'all did to them last year. Um, you remember you got that first one, and I was I was lobbying for you heading on out of town, and then I think you beat them again, as I recall. But, uh, yes, I should have used the Softball America. I always use the, the highest ranking. Yeah, number, number 11. I do like that one. In fact, that one has OSU three spots behind you at 14, Texas at 7. Um, so it is interesting. Sometimes the coaches poll and, you know, uh, some of those things we see in football are aligned. This one does seem to be uh, quite a bit different, but uh, this is uh, this is just fun. By the way, compliment whoever's doing your social media. I, I like this on uh, January 9th. It was it was uh, they put some kind of kaleidoscope together with, with one of your hitters, like in all these different. I don't even know how to explain it, but they're doing some good art out there. So, so Glenn, compliment your social media team if you get a chance. I will do that. I appreciate you pointing that out because they're doing an outstanding job. I know Katie Gilmore handles our sports information. I'm not sure exactly uh, who was responsible for that, but I'll pass it along. Okay. I'm kind of liking some of that. What about uh, Shaylin, um, get, you know, Govan getting honored before the season? I, I think there's just a, a huge respect level. Transfers in, immediately becomes just a – a monstrous uh, deep ball threat for you, and 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 really the mo- one of the most feared hitters in the conference. What is somebody like that that's already really good? What can she add to her game, and what what is uh, what what has she been kind of working on even in these early days of practice uh, to to get to where maybe she even takes a uh, a bigger step? She's a student of the game, and she is a special hitter. She's you got the Ed factor, the, uh, just some natural ability. Uh, she is uh, constantly studying pitchers. And where you see the average 
hitter go up there and just take what they get. Uh, she's steady in pitcher. She's keep trying to get every advantage possible. You couple that with her talent, Matt, and you know, you've got somebody that should be feared. She's got tremendous power. In fact, just before we went on, we do a, a drill at the end of practice called OKC and um, a pitcher versus a hitter with a runner at third base just to put it all on the line with pitchers and catchers in one dugout and the rest of the team in the other and try to create a competitive atmosphere. And she hit a, a ball that was about 270 feet and maybe six inches foul. So she's the one you want in the box. But the key this year is we, we have to make sure, since there will be a target on her back for sure, that we have good hitters like uh, – uh, Leah Benford, Emily Hot, uh, you know, Anna Watson, uh, Sydney Clauses. We've got to have those kids really step up their game or, or they won't pitch to her. So uh, I think we have those hitters that are capable and they just need to hit. As Sid did last year, Clauses pretty consistent so that they can make them pay when they do Walker. Well, I love those names, Sid. I remember McKenzie obviously does, you know, has done so many great things. What, what about Orm? Uh, you know, Dari is is someone that just came on and, and and honestly took everybody by storm last year. Not that people weren't aware of her, but she just did some amazing things early in the season. Obviously, by the end, um, had some injury stuff that happened, and you were really up front, and I appreciated that about it, kind of explaining what she had to go through medically. And what, where where is she? And and what is she? Is everything? I mean, obviously you want to be. I would think early in the season. I don't know if she'll be on a pitch limit or anything like that. But how how do you kind of handle that situation? Uh, because as I remember, I think she had the uh, thoracic syndrome, whatever we call that, uh, uh, surgery where they take that rib and they have to do all that. That's a tough. That's a tough thing. Where where is she in in her? Uh, in her rehab and is she is she full go and how will you kind of handle her early in the season so, so Dari is uh fully released but in uh return to play she didn't pitch today at all she will next week uh she's throwing bullpens right now and and working her way back so she will be on a pitch count i'm not sure where she'll be opening weekend we're going to protect her for a while and and uh, grow the rest of our staff but uh if you remember correctly we lost Leah Benford in the third weekend, uh, Aaliyah and, and Orm together combined to beat Oklahoma and give them their only loss. So, uh, you know, we lost Leah, and then we had to pour it on Orm to be competitive. I think had we not lost Benford, then we would have hosted a regional, given us a much better chance of going a little further, obviously, with, with having her. Uh, but we weren't able to manage her pitch count the way we had desired. Um, hopefully this year we'll be able to do that with uh, – and that's the key. That's going to be the key. We have some good arms. Riley Crandall is is going to be an outstanding pitcher. You're going to see her step it up this year. She already looks really good. She's going to be able to take the bulk of it early, and we're going to put it on her shoulders to uh, allow arms some more time to, to rest. But you'll see her early. But she's definitely going to be on some kind of a pitch count so that we can uh, give her time to fully heal and be as strong as she can be once Big 12 comes around. Who who is uh, y'all? You've got so many engaging, outgoing, funny players. I mean, so in a sense, you you have several leaders. Um, you know, as you say, you you start to get maybe get a couple more seniors here. Is is there is there one unquestioned leader on this team, or is it like a handful of people? Because I'm always kind of 
I mean, it's always very impressive to come to one of your events and hear from everybody, and you sort of think, well, she's the leader. Wait, she's probably the leader. Um, how How is that? Do you have kind of a handful, or are there a couple that really, man, if they talk, everybody stops down what they're doing? Yeah. Well, you know, I'm, I want to brag on this team a little bit right now. As, you've coached as long as I have for 30 years almost and 24 here at Baylor. You're going to have every type of uh, culture you can imagine because the players mm-hmm. really determine that culture. And, and this is maybe the best that I've ever had, and that's because of good leadership from – and I'll just throw out some names here. Uh, Orm is a, a tremendous leader, and it's great when you're great at your, one of your top leaders can perform – is pit national pitcher of the year one week last year. She's mm-hmm. beaten some great teams, well respected, and she's she's that. As those old people, you may not remember E.F. Hutton commercials, but when she speaks, people listen. Yeah. Uh, the uh, another one is uh, is Wilson, and she's more of a quiet leader. But you heard her MC the the, the dinner on the the dirt. Uh, she's very well spoken, very intelligent, and uh, very talented. Uh, Shailen Govan and Sydney Clauses. Sydney brings the comedy, but she's a very, very serious about her game. Uh, more, there's some like Emily Hutt that uh, speak loudly with the bat and with their actions, but uh, we've got a good culture and good chemistry, and uh, even Anna Watson is a, a great leader. So we've got a good group of uh, kids that have been here a while and know what the program's about, and they want to defend this, uh, this stadium. Now that's news to me that you indicated uh, Mackenzie Wilson maybe naturally more of an introvert because every time I show up, she's either emceeing or she's conducting interviews with other sports and that kind of thing. So she's obviously very talented on the mic, but maybe uh, maybe she's not always reaching for the mic. But that's uh, that's say, interesting. Yeah I, would say, yeah, I would say maybe not so much an introvert, but very calculated with her speech and and um, very articulate, uh, just someone you want, a great ambassador for our program and for Baylor for that matter. You know, she's one you want uh, in front of a camera, uh, but uh, but she's probably not the first to speak up. But when she does speak up, um, people listen. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said all that. That's a fun, that's amazing. You've been with Baylor, like you said, 24 years, and you believe this may be, and of course, you know, trips to the, the uh, World Series, I mean, this is pr- that's pretty awesome to say, but uh, the culture um, seems uh, to be in, in, in a good and a really good place. So that has to be a great feeling. And now we just pray for health and everybody to be fine. And just uh, uh, what, what, how, how, what's the temperature out there today? I was just going to look real quick. Are you, is it, did it ever hit 40 or is it in the 30s? <laughs> I haven't checked. I, I know okay. I didn't have enough clothes on at practice. I just... Uh, <laughs> Needed needed one more shirt or something. Well, part of the issue is you kind of got skinny on us, and and uh, not that you weren't already, but you kind of thinned up even more. And I don't know if that was a weight room or just eating right or whatever. And when you have a little more, it does help with some of the uh, the cold weather out there. But, uh, Coach, that was fun. I appreciate you. Cannot wait to be out there and watch this team play. You've got this schedule loaded up like crazy. Scheduling is a very important part of what y'all do uh and and you don't uh, hold back on this schedule and so you got some tough games early this team will be tested but as we saw last year it, you have a chance to get some incredible confidence 
early in the season. So no problem there. Really appreciate you uh, taking the time to do this today. Always a pleasure, Matt. Thanks for having me on. And uh, I look forward to seeing you in about 21 days, I think, is our our opener, uh, three weeks from today. Okay, let's have another dinner on the diamond soon. There he goes, Glenn Moore, uh, Baylor softball, and uh, what a what a job he's done. And uh, man, he just retrenched a couple of years ago, and they won some kind of NIT type tournament, and they were like, "Hey, why are they going out there?" And ever since then, they've been beating everybody. I mean, Oklahoma, Texas, all these so-called top five powers. Now, OU is one of the greatest teams ever and they beat them last year the only team to beat them so any streak you see from texas know that it started after they lost to the bears all right aaron holler at me if i need to uh if we need to get rolling here but uh we'll have the dismount coming up okay good uh we'll have a dismount where we'll say good night from the baylor club and uh the cool news is i mean even at a time where they're redoing a whole bunch of stuff, and they're—I mean, it's going—I think it's going to look great. We were trying to peek around at some of the things they were doing, and so everybody's kind of been moved into the bar area. They still draw, draw a great crowd. Now, of course, I—I I would like to take credit for some of that. I don't know if I should do that. I want to remind everybody, and this would be a great time to come out and join. In fact, if you tell them, hey, I heard about this Jefferson's Whiskey Dinner on the Mosley Show, they'll sign you up. And they also have an unbelievable deal where some of your dues right off the top. I mean, join now and no dues until March. Um, man, that's a big deal. And uh, uh, no, and, and there's some deals with no initiation fee. And then they've got some on social media. Be watching them because they got some basketball ticket raffles. Um, and, of course, they're uh, elevated chefs. Uh, oh, man, they've they got this table array of fine dining options. They always do some amazing things at these private events. I've been to many of those. This Jefferson's Whiskey Dinner tomorrow night. Let me just give you a little taste of this. The appetizer will be a lobster cake with orange scented uh, romalade. Okay? I need to maybe taste that to make sure they've got that figured out for tomorrow. The wild mushroom and borsine-filled phyllo cups. Okay, P-H-Y-L-L-O, Aaron. Fig glaze pork belly pops. And then you pair that with the Jefferson's once-age wheated bourbon. Oh, man. There's a man that was up here eating some prime rib earlier that uh, has, has come back out here on a cold evening in a nice winter coat. My goodness, I don't know where the man buys coats like that. Ward White's host of the press box, has shown back up on the scene. And uh, I love a good square-toe uh, cowboy boot. Ward, that's a nice, that's a nice look. That's something I would, I wish I could pull off. Now the entree tomorrow night for the whiskey dinner, the Jefferson's whiskey dinner, a a grilled hanger steak with smoked cheddar, uh, gratin. Okay, potato, uh, gratin potatoes, roasted broccolini and garlic demi paired with Jefferson's reserve bourbon, and then save room for the chocolate creme brulee with the whipped cream and blueberries. And that'll be paired with Jefferson's ocean-aged bourbon. Who doesn't like some good ocean, ocean-aged ocean bourbon, okay? Uh, okay, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. We got to say goodnight from the Baylor Club. A couple of little breaking news items to share with you as we get you ready for basketball tomorrow morning early, 11 o'clock, uh, 11 a.m. tip-off, all coming up next. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Something number 132092. Eligible trade in. Quiet for full discount. See dealer for details. Save big at the New Year New Truck Savings Event at Richard Carr. GMC Sierra is the best truck on the road with the ride of a luxury sedan inside a powerful work truck. Right now, save $10,000 on a GMC Sierra SLT with a 5.3 liter V8 and a multi pro tailgate. Richard Carr also has big savings on over 100 new and used trucks in stock right now. Call now, get here now, or log on now for the New Year New Truck Savings at Richard Carr. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Good to see my buddy Chuck Beach came by, uh, part of uh, uh, a big-time um, part of uh, Pete Sessions' group. And uh, so, good good guy. Came by to say hi to us and uh, brought me a, a chocolate bar. That's all I need is a Hershey's uh, dark chocolate bar. I mean, I can I be swayed for my vote based on chocolate? The answer is yes. The answer is absolutely um, uh, no, no, I cannot be bought. Uh, remember the creme brulee with whipped cream and blueberries paired with that Jefferson's Ocean Age bourbon. That's over at the Baylor Club. That is tomorrow night's whiskey dinner. You might want to 
to come by that and check that out. So, big day. Um, I, we've covered so much ground. Two unbelievable Baylor guests there. Loved having Glenn Moore on. And then um, we'll start rolling out some of uh, Baylor coaches, uh, these new Baylor assistant coaches. They're going to be dropping by next week. And so that'll be very exciting news. And the Raiders, earlier that we had the news that the uh, Raiders and Antonio Pierce are working to finalize a deal. So Pierce will uh, likely become the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Astros got a good closer. I'm mad about that. But these things happen. All right, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. 1030 on the pregame tomorrow before Baylor plays Texas right here on ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Baylor Club. Thank you, Aaron. Good night, everybody. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency.